Hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. You're what's good, folks. I appreciate you for tuning in to another episode of This A Podcast. This is the show where I, Mech Show, sit down with some of the most talented, hardworking, forward-thinking individuals that I know across all kinds of different industries. Um, I know people in music, arts, sciences, business. Um, I like to sit down with these people and just uh, get a really good understanding of how they got so good at what they do, how they maintain um, their skills, not even just maintain, but also improve upon their skills in their career and in their personal lives. Um, A little bit more about me. I am a content creator and I also run a family business uh, full time. Uh, Those are the two things that I do literally seven days a week. Um, 24 hours a day. So within that, I like to talk about a lot of business building, um, personal development, growth, things like that. Uh, So that's usually the scope or the frame of the conversation. But, you know, these things tend to go anywhere. Uh, As a content creator, I produce this podcast. I also produce a few other podcasts that you can find on itsnation.com and not just podcasts, web shows. We got something for everybody, man. If you're into sports, we got Sporty Life TV, web series hosted by my homies, Serge and Theo Kona, who are uh, football coaches at John F. Kennedy High School. We also have a podcast called The Final Third, hosted by my boy Phil Nana, who is also a head coach, but at uh, Montgomery College, he coaches the uh, he's the head coach of the women's soccer team there. We also got the Bounce Back podcast, hosted by my girl Maylise Mittig. She is a yoga instructor, and her podcast is all about using yoga as a tool for um, resiliency and bouncing back. So she's talking to yoga instructors. She's talking to yogis. She's even talking to just everyday people who are committed to the yoga lifestyle. So that's dope. We got Live from the Back Seat hosted by my girl Simone Mitchum, um, another talented individual on the team. So yeah, man, we got a whole bunch of things going on on itsnation.com. So definitely check that out. And also, if you, yes, you listening are interested in starting a podcast or have had ideas for a podcast but don't know where to start, uh, reach out to me, man. I'm always down to help people get their thing off the ground. Um, this a podcast at gmail.com. You can hit me there and we can, you know what I'm saying, definitely get the wheels in motion for all that. But um, yeah, definitely after this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Listen to this first and then go ahead and step on over to isnation.com and see what else we got going on over there. On this episode, I have Ashley Sales on tap and she's on Instagram at Ashley the NP. And yeah, man, I really got into this conversation. Um, we sat down because, um, you know, a lot of people know that I uh run a home healthcare business, which is essentially a nursing agency. And I've always thought it'd be interesting to, um, you know, get to have a, a conversation like this with someone who's a nurse or a nurse practitioner, because um, I just kind of wanted my own personal better insight on like what they do, even though I do have like my mom's a nurse, my sisters are nurses. I get a sense of what they do, but I, I don't think I've ever had a conversation like, you know, like an on tap conversation um, with even a healthcare professional. So um, I reached out to Ashley for that reason. But when she came in and we started talking, man, like 
I really fucked with like how her mind works, like how she thinks about stuff. She's got a lot of creativity going on um, in her life as well. And I really gained a lot of um, insight into her um, that I guess uh, was just surprising for me um, for whatever reason. But like this conversation, we really got into it as far as like mindset stuff, um, as far as like creativity and like going after it and things like that the things i normally talk about so yeah man like let's just get into the convo i got ashley sales on tap today hello how are Hi. you how you doing how you doing <laughs> I, I am doing great i'm a little tired yeah but i'm doing fantastic lit, lit, lit. <laughs> um appreciate you coming out here um no yeah i'm really looking forward to having this conversation and um before we even get started let people know just a real quick version of who you are and what you do. Uh, who I am, I am Ashley Sales. I am a pediatric primary care nurse practitioner. I'm living in Baltimore, Maryland now, originally from Queens, New York. Um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good, uh, you know what I'm saying, gist of who you are. Yeah. We're gonna, you know what I'm saying, get to know you better as we do this. Um, and I kind of, what's very interesting, you know what's crazy? Where I wanted to start this conversation is um, I was going to ask a very cliche question, yeah, right? Like, but I wasn't going to try to, I wasn't going to try to like <laughs> be cliche about it, but exa you're exactly right. But you know what's funny? Today, I don't know if you posted it today, but I saw today yeah. you posted that. Why? <laughs> you know what I, mean? I did. So that like, was it was today. so funny because like, I was like, that's funny. It would be weird. For, not even weird, well, but it was I'll just, just like, it. I was no, just going to say. <laughs> Fucking um, nah. So like, what's very interesting is I do kind of want you to just right because people listening won't know what we're talking about. Right, right. Um, so just kind of explain what you posted about today and right. why. So um, today, well, it's Nurse Practitioner Week it this is. week. Um, so you know, all the nurse practitioners have been posting about you know our careers and what we do. I think a lot of people don't really know what nurse practitioners do. Um, I at least twice a day explain who I am and what mm -hmm. my job is to my own patients. Um, so over and over again. Um, yeah, like they're just like, <laughs> okay, so the doctor's gonna come yeah. in, right? And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. that I am playing that role here. So mm -hmm. your doctor actually, no, not really. <laughs> But if that's easier for you to understand, we can go with that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, anywho, so today I posted um, with one of my patients and talked about why I became a nurse practitioner, how like not really why I became one, but why I am one still today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, basically, when I um, applied for my program, it was just kind of something that they sent an email like, hey, this is something you can do. You can apply to be a nurse, um, to, you know, get kind of direct entry into a nurse practitioner program. And I was like, oh, that's grad school. That looks good. And then like, I, I know what a nurse practitioner does. Like they like write orders and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I don't have to do it, but why don't I sign up for it? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like I signed up for it and um, I was accepted. And this is like while I was in nursing school, I wasn't even a nurse yet. And um, as I'm like going through nursing school and working as a nurse, I'm like learning more about what nurse practitioners like really do. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I actually really think this is pretty cool. Like, okay. Um, but I was also really falling in love with working in the pediatric ICU as a nurse which I did for four years. So I um, 
I was kind of like, I don't really know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't really, you know, get it. Like maybe, maybe I'm just like going to get this degree and kind of not use it and just like stay a nurse or, you know, have it in my back pocket, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So anywho, as I'm learning more about my um, role in grad school and like going to my clinicals and following other nurse practitioners and things like that, um, I... Sorry, my nose rings. <laughs> oh, okay. good. Good. <laughs> I'm good now. Um, I was like realizing there was such a huge like gap in the quality of care that some people got versus others. And I saw it every day. Yeah. And there were a lot of assumptions made about like African-American people or low-income people. Like patients? Yeah, like the patients. Like before they were actually seen? Right, yeah. It's like you know, like you see their insurance and know that it's Medicaid and you walk in with an idea about them, Uh, you know? And they don't even really give them a chance to like prove themselves, you know? So they're just like, oh, I'm not going to bother educating them because like they're not even going to listen to me. They're not even going to understand what I'm talking about or they're not educated so they won't, you know... They won't understand or whatever. And like, I was just like, that's like not cool. You know, there are definitely so many dimensions. There are so many reasons that someone can be on Medicaid. Like there's, you can't just like put everyone that's in one income bracket in like one box, you know? So I realized that was happening and that was like affecting these, these patients care. Cause like they weren't being educated as, you know, at such lens that, as other people were, you know, like people were just like, oh yeah, just take this pill. They don't explain to them why they're taking the pill. They don't, you know, say why it's important for them to continue taking it. They don't, they just say, hey, do what I say because I say it and expect for, you know, people to just listen. And I'm like, that's not how this works, you know? Like there's so many reasons why it's not how that works with black people and like, you know, the history of blacks and medicine and Mm -hmm. how we were treated and what we were and were not told about. And, you know, it's like, it's super important that we make sure that we're transparent with our patients and we, we treat everyone the same. Mm -hmm. So that's when I realized that like, this is what I'm here to do. Like I'm here to like treat all of my people like they should be treated, you Mm -hmm. know? And I always want to work with kids and, I felt like I wanted to help empower their parents to not rely on me. Like, I want you, I want to be here, but I'm also going to teach you how to take care of your own kid. You know, like there are things you do not need to call me for. You don't need to come to me for. Like, you can handle this if I teach you how to. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, there are certain things you have to come to me for, but, you know. Not every little thing. Not every little stuff in those do you need to take off work to come see (laughs) me. Straight up. Like, seriously. So, and I mean, I still have parents that do that. But, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, that's what I try to that's what came to me and then even more than that as I started working in my current role it became more apparent why I should do what I'm doing um and so? tell me if my answer is too long no, but so? <laughs> um my I've noticed how like pleasant pleasantly surprised my patients are after they first meet me uh. so um little background my job that i'm in right now it was a small practice with two pediatricians um they both had a panel of about like 1500 patients each so throughout the year they're they're seeing about 1500 patients and um one of the pediatricians decides to move to florida so they need someone to come come like come in and take over her entire panel and i'm here i am i'm like oh okay like i'll do it you know like this is um (laughs) 
they're in the perfect, like I would say we have about maybe 85% of our patients are Medicaid, low income, like I would 98.7%. So is it like something nobody wanted type shit? I don't really know. Probably kind not really. Cause I mean, the pay is pretty good considering Uh like where it's a private practice, even though it's like we serve a pretty low income um, demographic, but I mean, it, the pay is pretty comparable for mm-hmm. the area. Like, and I, I don't know if people just didn't want to deal with that, but I don't think the job was even open for that long yeah, before yeah. I got it. Oh, okay. But um, I was really excited to work with that community. And um, so I get there and the previous provider was, um, she was actually um, Latina. She's from the Dominican Republic. But um, she was kind of, I don't want to talk bad about her but she's listening to <laughs> But I, I I highly doubt she's listening to podcast. Not that your podcast is not lit. It's just that. I don't, I don't need the plug. No, she's probably, if she's not, unless she's like following your moves, right, wait, exactly. she's not. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't think I serendipitously right. know this person that you're talking about. So, um, she was kind of like a little like uppity mm-hmm. and, you know, from what I hear, the staff that worked with her tell me about her, who she was. And like when I'd ask her, like, why'd she do this? Or why'd she do that for some of the patients? Like, they'd be like, oh, she was like, mm. you know, <laughs> she kind of felt like she was a little better than, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, so my patients meet me for the first time and 98% of them don't know that I'm black. So I walk in or that I'm young or, yeah, yeah. you know, that I have a nose ring and yeah, I have a, yeah. like in the summer, I have a tattoo on my ankle that yeah, I yeah. have no problem showing. And like, <laughs> you know, like I walk in, I'm like, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, I wasn't expecting you. Mm-hmm. And some of them, I would say maybe like 15% would be like, oh, like. Like they literally be taken aback. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like oh, so you're, yeah, yeah. you're the nurse. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they're like. So, like, how, are how they old receptive? Are you? And like, or it takes I have, I, a lot of them. I have to prove myself. Some of them, yeah. I would say maybe about like a handful of families. I don't think I've, I've still haven't won over completely. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. whatever. But I would <laughs> say up. most of them by the end of the visit, they're just like, I like you. Okay. Like, I'm, pretty, I'm gonna switch all my kids to you. Yeah, like, whatever. Solid. I'm like, oh, okay. But it's my teenage girls that I feel like made me be like, I can never leave this job because I have oh, to yeah. be here for them. They're like, I had so many young girls that would come in for like their physicals and they see me and they're just like, oh my gosh, like, I want to be a nurse. They want like, yeah, to be, be, <laughs> like, be you. Like, Where'd you go to school? <laughs> yeah, straight I wanna up. Do, I want to do that. Like, can I follow you? Like, you know, like they're all so like. What's that make you feel like? I'm just like, oh my God, like, yeah, yeah. yes. Like, yeah, I yeah. want all of you to be nurses, of course. And That's whatever dope. I can do to help you be nurses, let's do it. But That's like. Dope. I feel like this is, I don't know if they had these feelings before they saw me. Mm-hmm. Did they even know that nursing was something they could consider? Mm-hmm. Like how many people that are around them in their families or, you know, neighborhood are nurses? Probably not many. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of my demographic uh, or the, my patient's demographic is, you know, they live in the projects. They live in like, you know, like really low income areas of Baltimore. Baltimore is like super segregated. Like mm-hmm. if you got money, you're in one place. And yeah, if you facts. don't, you're facts. in somewhere completely different. Facts. You do not cross paths. And it's like, how many people do they see that look like them that are in these roles? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's many. So I like what I said in my um, caption today is like, I didn't have, my first black provider ever was my orthodontist when I turned 11. Mm-hmm. He had his own um, like dentistry practice. Mm-hmm. 
And I didn't have another one until about two years ago when I got a women's health nurse practitioner who was a black woman. Yeah. Everyone else has always been white or Asian. Um, or most men, mostly men. Um, except like for here and there, I'll usually have women just because like for, they always yeah. pair me with a woman, but yeah. never black. Yeah. So like, I think it means something to see black people in certain certain areas, especially That's as a, a child. Fact. Like when you only see black people and you know. Certain roles. certain roles, then you think that that's what you feel like you, that's all you can do. Yeah. It's just, and it's you subconsciously think that yeah. you know, it's not that you don't want to do something better, but you're just like, is it realistic? Because no one else is doing and it. And even, even like what you were saying, when you see somebody and you can even tell them, like, oh, like I want to be like yes. you, it's like, okay, well, like. I want to be like Michael Jordan. He right, plays basketball. Right, like you know right, what I'm saying. So like, I want to be a basketball player. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's the exactly. same type. But like, if like the people that I looked up to when I was young, like I wanted to do what they did or just yeah. like live life how they lived. Right. It, you know what I mean? Right. But um, it was usually people that I knew, like mm-hmm. people that were that I was close to, or people that like looked like me or I wanted to yeah, look like. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Or emulate, you know exactly. What I mean? I think it's so 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 important and like and that's another reason why I like I have I'm not taking my nose piercing out for work or I wear my I have my tattoo out too because I'm like not only can you be black but you can like live your life yeah you can <laughs> like, uh, you like can, how you look has very little to do with like how you are exactly. professionally or just like like motivationally exactly. you know what I mean like I'm like I wear my natural hair out I wear like whatever I want yeah, like whatever I want to do facts. if I'm doing faux locks box braids whatever yeah, yeah. you're getting it all and guess what <laughs> i'm still writing the same prescription i'm yeah, still doing yeah. the right diagnosis i'm still doing the same thing and i think that's something that um that i try to show like mm-hmm. i'm i'm very i feel like intentional about like how i come to work and things like that it's like i i how i present myself how i speak yeah um I speak differently depending on who a patient is in the room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I, you know what's interesting though? My, I like, think that's, is real. <laughs> well, I think, but I think that's, um, I think that's like a skill. Like, honestly, like, I think you should know how to talk to different types of people for different types of reasons. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's called being relatable. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have, to, right. Like, you need people to be able to feel comfortable, facts, yeah. understood. Like, you get them. And that's exactly what I was saying. Like, so I'll give you one real quick story. So yeah, I had yeah. a patient and she had um, this really bad, like, dry scalp. Um, she was maybe about like, 13 or 14 year old girl. And this was the first week of school, mind mm-hmm. you. So this was like back in September. Yeah. And she had this real bad dry scalp. And I was like, I really don't know what to say. Cause it's like so bad. It's like super flaky. I'm like, I don't know. So I like, I got the pediatrician that I work with. I told him to come in the room. I'm like, can you help me? Like, I really don't know like what I should do with this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hey, like there's no problem. I'm going to um, prescribe this medicated shampoo. I need you to shampoo your hair every other day. For, I want to say you said like three weeks or something and it'll like make, you know, get rid of flakes. And he's like, okay, so yeah, that's it. That's what you're going to do. It's going to be great. Okay. Come back if, if it doesn't work. And he walks out. Yeah. So I'm looking at her and her mama. Yeah. Now, I just said it's the first week of school. You know, her box braids were fresh. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking at her like, sis, you ain't about to. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, we both know you're not about to shampoo this girl hair. Every other day for the next three weeks when you just paid $200 to get her box braids done, her edges laid and everything. I was like, all right, so this is what we're going to (laughs) do. We're going to do the shampoo when you take her braids out, okay? Maybe we could do a little braid rest at that time. Maybe a couple natural styles so we could wash (laughs) it a little easier. However, in the meantime, I'm going to order that same 
wash as a cream and you're going to put it on her scalp mm-hmm. like it's some like grease. Okay. So, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so it's the same medication, yeah. the same treatment. It's going to take a little longer, but I understood that. She at least could preserve her hair. She for, can like, do, right. And she can still start <laughs> the treatment for yeah, just what she's maybe going two weeks through. later or something. Yeah. And we'll all, you know, she still has her medicated thing going on on her part areas at mm-hmm. least. And then we'll work on the rest. That's, and see, like, he didn't even That's what understand. that call, like, tact. That's right. Like, <laughs> like he just said, all right, so you have to wash your hair every two days, yeah. right? And he's like, he's Asian. Like, yeah, he just didn't know. He he's like, he I would wash my know. hair every two days. Yeah, if my, you know, he, he doesn't understand. Yeah. He was like, I know your hair's a beautiful hairstyle, but I was yeah. like, it's no but about yeah, this. No like, but. This is the, the first week. Paid, the bread's been paid. It's the first week. Like, they're just taking pictures. This is the first week of school. We we can't be coming in here looking crazy with our, like, no. So that was, that was one of the, one of the times where I was like, oh my God, like I have to be here. Like no, no, one, no one's going to help them. That kind of like leads me to like another thing I want to know. Um, when you were young, what mm-hmm. did you like look up to? Like, or who did, sorry, rather, did you look up to? Or like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Was mm-hmm. it always a nurse? Mm-mm. No? No. That was the last thing I wanted to be, actually. Um... I think I wanted to be, um, so I think the first thing I wanted to be was a teacher, actually. I wanted to be a fourth grade teacher. I was very specific. I don't know. I why can't remember why it was fourth grade, but I know that it was fourth grade and I had a reason. Did you have like the best fourth grade year? Like, I don't why think it was any grade, particular. Um, I don't think so. Do you like kids? I love kids. Oh, okay. I always want to. Oh, work I guess with that's kids. why you're in PDF. Yeah, um, I always, always, always want to work with kids. Okay. After that, I think I want. To, I want to be a dentist. After I met my orthodontist, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I want to be a dentist." Um, then there was a point in time I wanted to be a fashion designer, but my mom never bought me a sewing machine, so that kind of <laughs> she was like, "Ashley, I'm not buying your sewing Came machine." Came and went. <laughs> and I was like, "You are like ruining my <laughs> dreams." <laughs> Straight up. That you know, to this day, I could have been Marc Jacobs. Straight up, she ruined it for me. Anyway. Um, Oh, I, in high school, I really, really, really thought about being an architect. Um, I had this um, mandatory class we had to take called technical drafting for mm-hmm. some reason. And it was like we had to draw floor plans with like these special pencils and all. There was all this stuff to it. And I actually like really liked it. Did um, you like the drawing? Like, what did you like about? Because I've I've wondered this about architecture. Yeah, what draws people to it? Is um, it like I want to build? Like, I don't I don't think I've ever as a kid thought I want to build a building. Right. Of course, I'm not like right. I don't think like everybody. Right. Of course, but like, why would a kid think that? You know what I mean? Like, that's something that I'm it like. Was why never would a kid something think I that? thought I would like until I was in that class. Also, yeah. that was another another black teacher. That yeah, that's kind of crazy. No, that's very interesting because I was because again I asked the question, <laughs> but I don't think you answered. Right. What what about architecture? So with architecture, um, so that te- that teacher was like Just the bomb a, yeah, at bomb what teacher, he did, yeah. and then um, I so I always liked math, and that class was very 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 precise, like to the like one thirty second of an inch. Like you, if you messed one line up, your whole drawing was messed up. So it's like I liked the precision of it. Mm-hmm. I liked, you know, it was just like there was right and there was wrong. Like it, there was no in between. Facts. There was just. There was no gray area, which is how I like to, I don't like gray area <laughs> Straight at all. up. I'm like, no, this Straight is up. right or this is wrong. Yeah. Like that. So I like that. Um, I like that I could be creative, but in, in like a really functional way. Like I loved drawing floor plans. Like I wanted to like one day like 
draw the floor plans for my own house and like have someone build it and like it may be structurally sound and it you know be it makes sense and it's actually aesthetically pleasing and like whatever i really liked it mm-hmm. um and like i like drawing it and i liked it even better when we started to learn how to do it on the computer with like the auto um the architecture so- um, software yeah. so i even took i took another class called architectural drafting where we really got into um architecture and i i was good like <laughs> i was good my teacher was so impressed with like everything i did like i was the bomb and um when it came to I, that was my junior year and we were talking about like you know no that was my senior year and i'm like applying to colleges at the yeah. beginning of the year and stuff and he's like all right so what schools are we looking for architecture like this school has a great problem and yeah, i'm like yeah. i'm not applying to architecture really? and he was like what really yes like i mean livid with yeah. me this is wow. a, i don't think know a lot of people only people that went to high school with me like know this story. yeah yeah but like um, that's crazy like you were a prodigy type yeah, shit like, and you're like, like i'm walking away crazy, from the game but like i was good no like that's what it's, this, like, this is a crazy story so and i'll tell you what's and i think the way that i am right now is uh, this story has a lot to do with it and i think i've like repressed it are you i feel like you're like my like Therapist, real quick. Okay, let's crazy. let's get into it. Let's get into so it. So he um <laughs> he was like, you know, like you would be so good at this, and I actually I ended up applying f- to be a biology major. Um, it it was so dumb. Anyway, so <laughs> I I didn't I didn't apply to like architecture programs because I. I never saw any women architects. Mm-hmm. I definitely never saw any black women architects. And I I was afraid that people would see me as a black woman and wouldn't think that my like work would be good. Yeah. Like I and this is me at 17. Mm-hmm. Like I was like like Mr. Rebel was his name. Mr. Rebel had to work really hard. He was a Haitian immigrant and he came to this country and he was like, I'm a bomb architect. And like he had to work to get where he was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I mean, I'm good, but I'm, I don't think I'm better than like, you know, white architect yeah. over there yeah, yeah. who's like, daddy is probably an architect too. And like, whatever. I'm like, and this is the kind of, that was the kind of job that people like had to want to come to you. Like, not like they healthcare seek you where, out, you like, where you can't, you just, like you have this to, and right. then like you, you can kind of work anywhere. Exactly. Like healthcare, I guess it was a safer option for mm-hmm. me. Like I was like, I know like no one can p- not pick me. If I'm here to do the job, I'm here to do the job. Yeah, yeah. Which is like kind of like crazy to think about because like to this day, and my mom even talks about it. She's mm-hmm. like, you're going to go back one day and like get a degree in and architecture. Really? Do you, do you feel that way about it? Like, do you I feel loved that way? it. <clears throat> I, I don't know if it's worth going back to school for. That's what I'm saying because I'm saying like, do you feel it now? Like, I mean, I... I I would I w- I don't know if I do it professionally, mm-hmm. but I still feel like I could sit down one day if I were to like sit down in front of the software and like yeah. play with you, it. You again. could play. You could play with it. Yeah, though. I yeah. think I would like re- like still build my own house. Because if I was in- to ever come yeah. into that kind of money, I would do it. Yeah, nah. Because what's interesting is like just the fact that like if if given some free time, mm-hmm. you would play with it. That's mm-hmm. I mean that's kind of how I do what I do. Like right, I, I feel right, like I'm right. just playing with videos and I'm just like learning it in a way where right. it's tough enough to like i'm just like playing around yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. just playing around trying things right. and like i don't i don't get too like i'm not I'm not like there is there's it's crazy because you said you don't like there's right and there's wrong you yeah. don't like the gray areas i feel like with creative 
creative stuff. And yeah. not to say architecture is not creative. Right, it is, right, right. But I feel like there is gray areas. Yeah. But like you kind of decide what's right and wrong. Right. You know what I right, mean? Like what right. looks right to you and what and, looks and that's, wrong to you. Right, you know I mean? right. It's like, yeah. and it is like that with architecture because it's like, yeah, like things need to be really precise and you can't mess up. However, what is, what, what it looks like, what precision is to you? Yeah, is, like you, you, you know, conjured it up. Right, you feel like me? do most a lot of people like doors on you know the right side of the room, mm-hmm. but I can put it in the middle and I can make it work, you know, whatever. But like, I don't know. It was. It's definitely something where like I think I repressed it because I get really sad at myself for, for allowing continuing. fear to stop uh, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, like. I, I could have been a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's so crazy because I remember I had a friend in in college. Meanwhile, I'm a sports medicine major at this point. And we all lived in the same dorm. And he was an architecture major. And he did not know how to use that software. And I used to sit up with him showing him how to yeah. use AutoCAD. I was like, okay, this is how you do it. He's like, why are you not so in this what major? Were you doing on what were you doing on on the software like i'm still i don't think i still so have a good like, idea of like what you were doing were you you're drawing, drawing yeah structures? so it's, yeah so it's like yeah. you're making lines and you're like you're so it's like paint you know like microsoft yeah paint, so like, in the way so in the way that you're like exceptionally well are you like creatively drawing the best things or i mean i i felt like i was yeah. i did pretty good stuff mm-hmm. we i mean from imagination yeah okay. yeah so you like come up with you know there'll be like certain rules he would do like okay we want like a five bedroom four bath oh, open floor plan and you would blah, draw blah, blah, blah. You have to that. Come, yeah so it's like where's okay. the toilet going where's the shower where's okay. this okay do i want a four-piece bath a five do i want a walk-in closet do i not how's yeah, that yeah. gonna come and it's That's like you have to make sure it's yeah. structurally sound That's like lit. you can't put all this stuff on one like in one area and like where's the support beam gonna be in yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So like you're literally designing the whole houses, floor, designing yeah. buildings and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. That's super interesting. It was so cool. Yeah. It was like still since day I find myself like I go to different cities and I'm like, gosh, that's a nice ass building. Like, I was going to say like, yeah. do you look at buildings in that way? Yeah. yeah. And bridges. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrified by like, bridges. I, I don't like them really, them, but, but just, like, like I hate there's certain kind of bridges because we learned about bridges in that class too. Mm-hmm. Or, or was that another class? I can't remember. But like. I, there are certain kinds of bridges that I prefer to go over than others because I know they're usually more structurally sound. Okay. Like the ones that go down the most are these types versus those types. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go on this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts. But, and it's um, crazy because like when you're driving, it's like, I'm, go- I'm going. There's nothing you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm already, I'm already in route. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit's happening. Yeah, no, that's crazy. It's like, once you're there, you're committed to, like, this is my fate. And I know that my fate. Uh, yo, like, dog, I, yeah, I'm not, I don't really fuck with bridges like that, yo. Like, I can, I can relate to that. Yeah. But, um, no, that's very interesting. Yeah. And I kind of want to know, um, what, what skills, if any, like, I don't know, what skills have, like, translated from what made you so nice at being an architect to just, it doesn't have to necessarily be nursing, but just, like, to your life now? Yeah. Um, if anything. I feel like it, um, accuracy. Like, accuracy oh, and yeah. precision. That's hard. That, I, I'm that, so, I pay so much attention to detail. Yeah. And I kind of like now, I kind of hang my hat on that. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. I'm like, like symmetry and just, like things just, I'm very like specific. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this needs to be 
are the faces you're making right now. Hilarious. But I feel you. I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like with, and I guess that kind of goes with the no gray area thing. Of course, there's gray area in nursing. Like there's so many but things like, like get as close as right. you can. But like, to like, with, like there's certain things where there just wasn't like medication like that, especially with kids. Like that was precise down to mm-hmm. the, you know, second, second space, <laughs> the decimal and like, sure. or sometimes third, depending on what we we're talking about. And like, it just like there were, okay, when you're doing CPR, like every four minutes we're giving epinephrine, you do, you know, compressions. Um, 30 compressions, two breaths, 30 compressions, two breaths, change, change compressor. Like everything is just very like yeah. protocol driven. Like there, there's just like the way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, and facts, it's like, there's certain times where it'll be different. Like there'll be times where it's like, okay, this does not apply, but it's like, it's good to know where it's like, all right, this is how I do this because of this. And I know why. And it's like, mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing and I know what it's doing in the body. And that's why I'm doing this. Like, there's just like. To the molecular level, literally everything you do, there's a reason for it. Yeah, so it's that. like, I like that kind of systematic approach to like my profession. Yeah, like I, yeah. like I need, I need direction. I need, I need to know why at yeah. all times. Oh no, I feel that. I like feel that. there is no it's like. like just don't don't just tell me what we're just gonna I do need it. To know why. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm giving you this medication because you have this problem that this medication caused, but you need that medication in order for this disease to stop. Mm-hmm. And you have this disease because of this predis- predisposition or mm-hmm. you were born with this or you caught this or like, and this is how you catch that. And like, you know, Not like, so- I think under- sorry, but I think understanding why is also important from a standpoint of like, you being able to think for yourself in mm-hmm. other situations like if you like if you like you say if you know that okay this certain um chemical treats this right. certain thing then you know like okay well what other, what else contains Couldn't this or like exactly. you can be creative in your own head if exactly. you know why things are exactly. happening just like how the shampoo i know facts, that facts. this shampoo has this medication in it and that is what's causing this we like shampoo versus cream because you can wash out the flakes that are there mm-hmm. however if washing the flakes out is not an option we can use this medication (laughs) topically and just put it on until you know and it's like but just if you're not like you have to oh i just i love it it's just so like i i like that medicine is you can manipulate it and it still makes sense and like that and i just love it yeah i think and i think that's how it ties into architecture it's just like same thing with the door being on the right side of the room versus the middle. Like you can still manipulate to make it work and make, make it structurally it sound, yeah. but it can still be the way you need it to be. Yeah, it can still check the boxes and, and be unique. In be its own unique. Way. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a fact. And yo, that's crazy because that's um, I, I think I operate in the same way. Like in my world, like yeah. I operate in the same way where it's okay. I'm trying to get these points across for right. sure, but how I get there, why I get there, and all that type of right. stuff, I kind of play with. You right, know what I right, mean? exactly. You have a beginning and an end. I know the main idea of how to get there, but exactly what pieces am I going to yeah. pull? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, even, again, like, working in the pediatric ICU where it's like, you know, you do CPR and things like that, and things would have to fall off protocol for certain reasons. It was like, you learned, there were so many times where a kid was like, okay, this is where we usually put the blood pressure cuff, but... For this reason, we can't put the blood pressure cuff there. So we have to move it here. But now we have to think that blood pressure changes based on the limb that it's on. So mm-hmm. 
all of our thinking has to change with certain things. I'm not going to treat this blood pressure because I know it's lower because it's on the slim versus that one. And like, you know, it's just, there's just so many things to consider at all times. And like, at the same time, it's all just, it's laid out for you. Like it's, it's, we all do it the same way to some extent. And it's been proven yeah. and it's makes sense. <laughs> that's, no, that, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. But, um, I'm interested in knowing. Mm-hmm. So, you make the decision to not go to architecture school. Is that yeah? I'm, well, I guess school? like school for architecture. <clears throat> school for architecture. I don't even well, know how you would say that. <laughs> Going to architecture program. Um, <laughs> so, what drives your decision to like what you ultimately do to go do go to school for? Oh, we don't got no time for that. Really? But <laughs> what I there were so many. It there was just a, a like the way that I live my life is more of like. What I feel right now Mm -hmm. and what opportunities are in front of me right now. I don't really way to live it. I think to this day, I don't have like this end goal. I don't know what I, but like people say have a 10 year plan. And like, I, I have an idea of what I would love to be doing in 10 years. And I think I'm working to it, but I feel like that 10 year plan can change tomorrow. You're also open to like, different things is that what you're saying like you're open to stuff yeah yeah. like and that's the thing i'd like i probably have like four different versions of my 10-year plan that i would be okay with yeah no facts i feel the same way that's why i'm like so like you know i guess maybe do i have an ideal one where like i'm retired yes (laughs) like you (laughs) know living on a yacht in ibiza absolutely that's what i want to be doing but like even that i don't know if that's what i want to be doing because i feel like i miss my patience no facts i don't know if there's and i think um you would have to do something yeah like you can't like chilling will make you bored right exactly like there's i don't think there's any 10-year plan where i'm not employed yeah but um i don't know i guess i um I try something, I think of something, I do some research. I'm like, maybe I want to do this. And I, I try it in some way or the other. Mm-hmm. I find out I don't like it. And then I like move on to move the next on. That's thing. how you should do it. Straight <laughs> up. Straight so up. Like, like, it's, you should try things right, and see right. if you like it. See if it sticks. Exactly. So it's like, I thought, so when I went into college, it was pre-med. Pre-med was it. And like. I was like, okay, I'm going to be a pediatrician. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because I'm basically a pediatrician. But yeah. I love the fact that I'm not a pediatrician. And like, Why is I, that? I love being a pediatric nurse practitioner. Oh, there. because pediatrician is more loaded? Or? It's, it's um no, it's, I, I like the nurse practitioner role more than oh, the okay. physician I role. I, I yeah. like the way that you're taught better. I like the, not that we are taught better. I, I like it You better. like it better, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I just like that role better. But, um. I, I thought I'd want I want to be a pediatrician. Then I realized how much school slash residency slash whatever else I'd have to do, and I was like, I don't want to be in school that long. Like, <laughs> Straight up, I don't want to do that. I want to make money faster. Straight like up. that was really one of my biggest motivations to not do it. And then that also showed me that I was not passionate about that. And then I was like, okay, um, I'm in this major right now. Like I. At that point, my major became sports medicine because I didn't want to take organic chemistry. <laughs> so I had to find a way to I still be that. pre-med or to still like leave with some type of science yeah, medicine yeah. degree without, without taking organic. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, okay, 
I did sports medicine. I evaded that. And I was like, okay, so what am I <laughs> going to do? Wait, what scared you about Orgo? Did you hear about it? Or? No, I started it. You started and it. And I dropped that within the first three days. Oh, and class. then you were like, and how I can I not like, take this? Oh, oh yeah, okay, we're yeah, not yeah. taking this class. Yeah, I we're, thought you had, like, I had heard to take things. two of them. Yeah. The when I, when I got days. to school, I had heard <laughs> things about, because I was a biology major. Oh, I had yeah. heard people talking about like organic chemistry. I ended up taking it like three times. Yeah. That wasn't going to be my story. That was hard. Straight up. I was like, nope. So I went to sports medicine where you didn't have to. And then I was like, okay, I'm in sports medicine. Like, what kind of things would I do with that? And then I was like, oh, I would like, I would love to be like maybe a sports physician. Yeah. Or like, you know, an athletic trainer or a physical therapist or something like that. So then I worked as a physical therapy tech. Um, where you kind of like help the physical That's therapist. That's crazy. Yeah, I've done that too. Yeah. I, I was trying to be a physical bit. therapist for a while. So really? I was, yeah. Before I started doing this, I was going down the physical therapy route. Yeah. So I'm very, I was a PT tech too. Yep. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, I don't like this. What did you not, what did you not like about it? <laughs> I just, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, wasn't passionate. I didn't care yeah, about it. Really like, I was just wanted, like, yeah. gosh, I do not care about stretching people. Stretching and, people. Like, <laughs> stretching I just, people. I, like, I really don't care about Walking this. in through little exercises. Yeah. Some people did not smell great. I mean, <laughs> they, I know, yeah. you know, and you have to be really close to them, which I mean, mm -hmm. I definitely had to as a nurse as well, but like. There were ways to evade that. Sometimes I could just put a mask on for no reason. Yeah, you would yeah, look yeah. weird <laughs> doing that. In physical the therapy. You know, up. like, it was just... Anyway, so I was like, I don't want to do this. So I honestly did not know I, I want to go to nursing school until the Christmas break between my first semester senior year and, like, my last semester of college. Yeah. I, did, I had no idea what I was going to do after. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah. So I decided... Um, I just, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should go to like nursing school. <laughs> and I was like, well, how do I go to nursing school now that I'm about to graduate with a whole different degree? And I, um, I ended up, um, I Googled how to become a nurse when you have a degree. And I found out about these newfangled accelerated second degree nursing programs. And I was like, oh my God, like you use the credits for my first degree, and then I just do nursing classes, and then I'm a nurse in 18 months. Like, that is bomb. I'm yeah. going to do that. So then I just went into that. And then while I was in that program is when they told me about this nurse practitioner thing, when they emailed me. And I was like, okay, I'll sign up for that. Yeah. And then when I'm in school and when I'm working is when I'm like, oh, this is why I'm doing this. And like I was like, okay, I like this. Like, I'm really happy I'm so doing this. So you kind of just like... Ended up in it. Yes. Ended up enjoying it. Yes. But Yo. it's like, the thing is, I would not have stayed if I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't stay in anything else. Yeah, <laughs> Like, facts. everything else I didn't like, I was out. Yeah. And I mean, to some extent, there is, like, it. Like if I graduated nursing school and I didn't like it, like, I was going to have to work as a nurse because I had to make money. That's like, there, to make I couldn't money, play yeah, around facts, yeah. too much longer. But, like, I... I, I I loved it. Like as soon as I got to nursing school, I was like, oh my God, this is it, this is it. Like I love it, I love it, I love it. And like it all kind of came really full circle because I used to be like a sick kid. Mm -hmm. Um and I used to be in the pediatric I spent, ICU. Used to spend the time around a lot of nurses. Yeah. And then my mom's a nurse. Yeah, and yeah. like my sister's a nurse. And I love my nurses. Mm -hmm. It's like it's funny, I never thought of my family as nurses, even though they were nurses, but like my nurses that took care yeah, of me. No, they straight were up, nurses. straight up. Yeah. It's like, you know. But I, I was like, oh my God, like this is so cool, so full circle. Like I get being a kid in the PICU. Like mm -hmm. I've been a kid in the PICU and yeah. I know how to, you know, how this feels. And I don't know. It's just everything, like as I was doing it, I was like, oh my God, like I'm really into like energy and karma and like you're supposed to be where you are yeah, for a yeah. reason and stuff. And I'm like, 
this is not an accident. Yeah, like, there's a reason I didn't like this. physical therapy. There's a reason I didn't do architecture. There's a reason, like, all of those things happen for a reason. I think they all, even though they didn't happen, they taught me something. Like, not going into architecture, like, I still feel that to this day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like I should have done it. And now yeah. it's like, there is literally nothing you can't do, Ashley. Like, if yeah. you want to do it, it doesn't matter you're black. It doesn't yeah. matter you're a woman. It doesn't matter any. you're tall. It doesn't matter any of that. Like, you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think I wouldn't have felt as strongly about that if I didn't give up an opportunity where I probably could have been really great, even though I'm not, I don't regret it. It's just like. Do you feel like um, seeing and feeling some kind of success in this kind of makes you feel like you can do anything you want to do? I mean. Because I be feeling that way sometimes about like, just like, damn, like I can really like, you know what I'm saying? I I made this happen for myself. What else can I make happen for myself? And this is probably going to be the cockiest thing I've ever said in my life. Oh, please. And I don't mean to sound this way. I say things that sound cocky all the time, but it's just like, please show yourself confidence. No, just please show the self-confidence. But like, there's nothing that I've really tried that I wasn't good at. Yeah. If I wanted to know how to do it, Mm I'm going to figure out how to do it. Like, will I be the best person at it? Probably not. Like, will I be as good as I was in architecture and everything that I ever tried? No. But there's, like, I was always good in school. Always good in school. When I hit first grade, they used to put me in my third, in the third grade reading and math class because I was reading through all the books in first grade. Like, you know, like. Straight up. And all the way up until like a free ride to Howard. Like that, like it was, school was just easy. Mm -hmm. And like, I used to dance and like dance came easy. And like, I cheered, cheered came easy. I mentored in college, mentoring came easy. Like I, any job I did, customer service was easy. Being a host was easy. Like being a server was easy. Yeah, yeah. Being a PT take was easy. It was boring, but it was easy. Yeah, no, like, straight up. All, like, as long as you tell me what to do, like, I'm going to try to do my absolute best in it. And I'm going to put, like, all my focus towards it and all that. So it's like, I, I never doubted that, I especially after, um, and that's why I'm so mad at myself about architecture. <laughs> like, let me yeah. get into it. That's why I'm so mad about myself. I'm like, Ashley, when have you ever not been, like, the bomb at something. Yeah, facts. But I just didn't want to put my career into it. Anyway. And, no, facts. Right, right. <laughs> I, like, I get it. I get it. I don't want to put, like, but yeah. it's like, now I know. But it was like, I knew I would be good at nursing. Like, I knew I would be good. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, did it wasn't just, there were plenty of things I was good at that I just didn't like. Just like didn't I just didn't, didn't care going. to keep yeah, doing. Um, so I'm like, I didn't want to feel that way about my career choice. Yeah. So I think that's what makes me feel more like successful is the fact that I, I'm successful at what I do, but I actually love doing it. Yeah. Like, I feel like there are plenty of people who are successful and like hate, hate what their jobs, do. hate yeah. what they do, like wish they were doing something else. Like, I don't think there's any other job, like, maybe outside of my own architecture firm. But, like, I don't think there's really any other job that I'm just like, I really wish I was doing this instead. Yeah, yeah, facts. Um, Like, I... And, of course, there's downsides to everything. Of course, of course. Everything. Yeah, like, that's, what, that's the crazy thing. I think yeah. people don't realize... Like, what's crazy is I know I love what I'm doing mm-hmm. because I kind of, like, just go through the down parts right, <laughs> you know right, what I, mean? right. I just kind of like get I, yeah. like it's like i'm going through some uh, maybe a time that feels really shitty mm-hmm. and i'm just like well i'm doing it because it feels like the habit of what i do and right. then i look back and i'm like damn like 
like now this is a good time and right. that was like the that bad time like, is behind me right, you know what right. i'm saying like and it just like, yeah i didn't feel i didn't feel no like i'm not gonna do this yeah. anymore you know what I'm saying? i didn't feel exactly, that i exactly. just like did the you know what i'm saying i went through the shit yep. and like i just kind of you know what i mean Absolutely. and that's kind of how i know i actually like the thing that i'm doing because mm-hmm. the other things when like when there are like hurdles and like right. shit parts i like right. i really don't feel jazzed about doing exactly. the thing you know what that i mean was like me working as a server okay? i was just like oh no nah. like i gotta go yeah facts <laughs> i'm just like i'm just like i'm not into this <laughs> thing like, anymore like it's not worth exactly. <laughs> the shit that comes exactly. with it whereas like, like other things you know, once especially when you start to see like positive results and yeah. positive reinforcement, then you're like, okay, I am good at this. Right. Like, the world notices right. some sense of like I'm putting effort and they recognize that Absolutely. effort through like they actually think I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it that also kind of keeps you motivated to keep doing the thing. And yeah, you kind of just bull through those like shitty moments. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And don't even realize it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's so true. I There's never a time where I'm like, even my most annoying patient that, or like the worst day mm-hmm. where my schedule's entirely too packed and I'm like, what? And everyone has a sob story. And I, oh, by the way. <laughs> Straight up. And oh, I'm that's like, crazy. You probably listen to a lot of stories and a lot of like sob stories. Like yeah. You said, like, Damn, that's, I have a question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, how do you keep your, like, how, like, how, what does that do to your energy? Like, so, um, I think I've I've really worked on separating. Um like I I I leave it in the office. Okay. I've I've worked I've done that a lot. And I and I'm not all that great at it. Like there's some people that for some reason they're like they're on me, yeah. they're on my heart. You thinking about them yeah. like later on. But like I would say ninety nine percent of my patients, though I care for them, I love them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I have come up with some method. I don't really know what it is, but it's like once I roll out, I'm like, oh, I'm done. No, <laughs> no, I think that's like I think you need to do the because that's yeah. that's why I asked the question because it's like, yeah. dog, I I just managing the amount of people that I manage. Yeah, like, I hear a bunch of like, but I don't I don't see patients who actually have like so I hear right. like some employees that okay right. they want their money early mm-hmm. and they're just like telling me why you know what <laughs> exactly, I mean but that happens exactly. you know like maybe once every right. couple every right. so often you know what I mean so like for you right. to go in every day and hear things yeah. like this every day like I'm sure because I mean, like when I get things like that it literally dampens my energy yeah. and I have to like prick my pick myself yeah. back up so it's yeah like, I'm interested in how you so I guess, <clears throat> so where I work now, it's way, the the sadness that I feel is different yeah. from when I worked in the pediatric ICU. I think in in the PICU, I, that sadness was like on a different level. And I had, to, I've become so, I would say I became really callous mm-hmm. and like withdrawn <laughs> when I was working there because it was like, the shit you saw there, you were like, how do people have children? Yeah. Like, like, why would you put yourself through this? But like, where I am now, it's more like, it's like I had a I had a family who like this kid. She had an ear infection, and I sent in an antibiotic and things I had to learn. I didn't know the one specific brand of antibiotic I sent in mm-hmm. that insurance didn't like to pay for. They like to pay for this other brand. It's the same medication. <laughs> So I didn't learn that yet. I was early nah, on the game. Oh, there is definitely like things like right, that going that all you over need the to know, yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's all about money and so silly. Facts. But anyway, um, but the one I sent, 
because of the way I sent it, it was going to cost her $4. And so say this was like a Wednesday that I diagnosed and I sent this prescription. I'm like, pick it up today. Okay, we're going to do it for 10 days. And I call like the following Monday to check in to see, okay, you should be like five days, six days in now. Mm -hmm. Is she feeling better? Make sure, you know, we are going in the right direction. So I call her and I'm like, oh, how's she doing? She's like, oh my God, she's in so much pain. I'm like, oh. Like, why is she in pain? Oh, my God. Did she take all the antibiotics? Oh, no. I can't pick them up until Friday because, like, her dad has to give me the money. And I was like, oh, my God. How much is the copay? Because, like, I'm thinking this must be, like, a $150 copay or something. She got to wait till Friday. $4. I was like, says what? You don't have... Can't find four dollars. Four dollars. Yeah, straight up. Your baby is about to go deaf. No facts. <laughs> with an no air facts. infection, and you can't find not even not not to joke, but like no for facts. real, like facts. her eardrum can bust yeah. from this infection, and you sat here for six days without picking up the antibiotic because you did $4. not have four dollars, yeah. and I was like. Oh my God. Like that story, I'm going to run for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Cause like, how many times do I like spend $4 on nonsense? Oh, wait, she really didn't have it. She $4. didn't have it. Oh. She didn't have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how are you feeding your kids? Mm, like, facts. there were so many questions I had no, for facts, her. No facts, facts, facts. I was like, you're waiting till Friday. It's Monday now. I saw you last Wednesday. So that means you went from a whole 10 days. Oh, no, half a week and a half. Without $4. Without oh, you couldn't $4. spare the $4 for your. Yeah. You know, and I mean, and there are some, there are some parents I have where it's like, they don't they're a rough. The Maybe they would have had the money, but they use it on something. Oh, they're doing all other stuff. But she was one where I was like, she really ain't have it. You know, mm -hmm. it's like I could tell, like, you know, you could just feel her energy. Like, she was like, I really like wish I had it. And I'm like, nobody, you know, it was just the craziest thing. Yeah. And it's like, then there's this where you have to like build this bridge because it's like I want it to be like girl like I'll, go I'll give you four dollars yeah straight up but it's like when you open that Pandora oh box, no that's you know fact. and it's yeah. like it's you have like I wanted to as much as I wanted to I was like I can't do that like if I that's do it fact. then I, you, you there's no where does it right stop? it doesn't yeah. stop I can't now I'm picking favorites like it would just oh it's unethical it's that's just, no that's a fact yeah I didn't so think it was it, like yeah. I sat there and I'm like oh my god like. This is the worst. Like, you know, these are the stories that you're just like, oh my God, this so, is So, like, but terrible. then it's like in your head now. Yeah. You know what yes. I'm saying? So now it's like so, you have to right. get it out of there. But then like. it's like when I go, but honestly, I think about it, I'm like, that's so crazy. I will say, um, one of my my best friends and I, um, pretty much like, I would say maybe at least three times a week, usually, unless we, our schedules are crazy or something. We have this like solid like hour to two hour talk after work where we just like Bleh. yeah like you will not believe About and, like, <laughs> yeah. and it's uncensored and i say like whatever i want i'm like this she came in here like this and like and it's just <laughs> like you just get it all yeah, out facts. right and it's just like okay now let's continue yeah, you know no, facts. Like, i feel like some, when you say something out loud yes, sometimes yes like, even if it's lingering in your head, yeah. like it, it feels better. Right, to have you're just said like, oh, loud. like, and you yeah. to have someone valid because we always co-sign each other. Like that is ridiculous. Yeah, so like, straight up. You know, so it's like to have someone validate. Like I know I'm not tripping, right? Yeah, She's tripping, up. right? And she's straight like, yeah, like what is wrong with her? And she'll be like, oh my god, my patient's mom was tripping today, and like she did this, and I'm like, oh my god, like why they be acting like this? I'm like, <laughs> how do they even figure out how to have these kids? I'm straight like, up. I don't even get it. Like you know, but nah, it's like. Up. We both love our jobs. Like she works with um kids too, but she's a pediatric physical therapist. Okay. So it's like we both kind of get it, and like that's another thing because I can speak in medical terminology, and she understands what I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like that's so important. Too, oh my god! Because like when it, you, then you have to think about what you're about to right. say when you're not talking when you're talking to somebody who doesn't know the lingo. Exactly. You know I mean? It's like for me to have to like explain everything to then explain the story. 
I'm just like, oh my god! I'm just like, I can't. Like by the time I get through, I'm like, I don't even want to yeah, talk about no, it. Facts. You're <laughs> just exhausted. Like, like, facts. But like, but yeah, like she's like one of the one of the ways I would I get stuff off yeah, my yeah. chest. I mean, I'm definitely a fan of a glass of wine. I'm facts. not gonna sit here and act like I don't have a glass of wine after a tough day. Yeah. But like, um, I would say in the pediatric ICU is where it was like. I think I made like, I think it affected me in ways I didn't even realize it was affecting me. It's like not on the day to day where I'm just like, oh my God, I can't go back to that place. Like I went in there and I was like, every day I go in and I do my best to make sure that we have the best outcomes. Like, I'm sorry your child has to be here, but I'm going to do everything I can to make sure your child makes it out of here, you yeah. know? And it's like, it was that motivation that made you work a little bit harder. Cause it's like, you, you know, like this is a little innocent child. It matters. Like it matters a little right. more. Like they didn't do this to themselves, you know, even though it doesn't matter if they did, but it's like, yeah. you know, it's just. You want to help. You and it's help. like, you have these parents that are looking to you, like, please help my please baby. Please help, straight up. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I have to help your baby, <laughs> you know? And it's like, there was, you know, when you see kids die and like, you see them suffer, you hear these little accidents that happen, you're just like, oh my God, this kid got hit by a car, this kid, like, whatever, it fell out of this and whatever, you know, born with this. And Crazy. you're just like, Crazy. oh my God. Because I remember like, there would be like a lot of pregnant nurses on the unit. And I would be like, how the fuck do you walk through this unit knowing that like any of this shit can happen to your kid? You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's like up. if your baby isn't born with something fucked up, they can catch an infection yeah. or they can like, you know, I don't know. You find out five years later that they were born with something and now their heart's fucked up. Yeah, or facts. like if that, if they make it through that, they're going to like go to school and someone's going to bully them and then they're going to try to kill themselves. <laughs> if they make it through that, they're going to start driving and then they're going to get a fucking car accident. Yeah, and like, you know, you know what's crazy, dog? <laughs> That's so wild. Cause when you see all of that shit, like every day, cause every, I think about, yeah, yes. dog, I think about how important, like, our surroundings are mm-hmm. to just like who we are as people. You feel me? Hell like yeah. whoever, like whatever environments you're in, those shape you the most, dog. Yeah. And the two places that we are most is where we live and, and where, where we, we work. work you know right. what I mean? So it's crazy for you to explain how like you will go like where you work, where you spend. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Probably I, the most more, of your time. Most of my day, we work twelve hour shifts. Facts. 13, you know what I'm saying? So. Where, you, where you spend most of your time? Yep. You just see all of the examples of like the worst How, things that like, can possibly it's, happen. So it's like <clears throat> think about the fact that my job was to meet people on the worst day of their life. Oh yeah, that's a fact. That is that was my job, and not only to meet you, but to help you not feel. Like, this is the worst day of your mm-hmm. life when this is indeed the worst day of your fucking mm-hmm. life. You're just like, like the, I have literally like, like pumped on a dead baby's chest, mm-hmm. you know, like I, and watch their parents in the back, like, mm-hmm. and try to tune out the fact that their parents are there Frantic depending probably, on yes. me to make this heart restart. And like. It's just like, you know, and you're supposed to like go home and then like go grocery shopping. Mm, yeah. After I just like legit had a dead child in my hand yeah. and had to bring them back to life with yeah. medicine and shocking them. And, you yeah, know, it's like, it's just these little, it's these, it's crazy. And you're like, that's why I said, I was like, say to all the pregnant women, like, how are you, 
I, I can't do this. Like, yeah, I used yeah. to, I was like, oh, yeah, I want kids. I want yeah. kids. And I mean, like, the more time I spent there, yeah, even yeah. still stay, it stuck with me because I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I'm all right if I don't have kids. Yeah. I'm I think, okay. I think um, ignorance is bliss. Yes. Man. Like, in that, like, Seriously. if you don't know all of the terrible shit that I can happen. I literally know every because, way that like, your child yeah, can die. <laughs> and I've seen it. Yeah. It's like, oh, and if none of those accidents happen. So now you're just get paranoid cancer. about, like, all of them shits. <laughs> yeah. Know? I'm just like, okay, so my, like, I went to like my gynecologist appointment and meanwhile I'm not trying to have kids mm-hmm. and I like asked her I was just like so how early like how soon can I like do genetic testing to see like what kind of like weird genes oh, I carry yeah, yeah, yeah. that like could, could cause my baby yeah. to be born with three eyes and she's like what and she's I'm never like, got that question before right I'm just like I just want to know because I know there's genetic testing that you know you guys do I'm just wondering like at what point do you do that like because you know, I don't want to find out that, like, my genes and, like, whoever my future person's genes, they came together, we'd create, you know, some monster. <laughs> like, when do I, how do I know what I'm, like, what, straight tell up. me more. Yeah, <laughs> she's, yeah, like, she's like, where do you work? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, because you know I was a nurse. Okay. I was like, I work at the picky. She's like, oh, that's why. Yeah, she's yeah. like, because you see all the, like, you the worst case scenarios. Yeah. And it's like, especially where I worked. So I worked at Hopkins where it's like, it's the, it's the, um, it's like a level one trauma center and like people come to Hopkins from all over the world with like the rare stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like everything we saw was usually the worst case scenario. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. even if your child was born with this, it probably won't get this bad yeah. or they wouldn't have to come here. And it's like, that's crazy. I'm just like, yeah, I know that this only happens in one in 3 million kids, but here's one. So we're due for another one soon. And like, what if that's mine? Like, yeah, you know, no and fact. it's like, I'm like, let's just, Let's just not like. I you know what's crazy? <laughs> that like, given where you're working, mm-hmm. that kind of makes you like one of like the best of the best, right? Was is that a fair assumption? So I don't. Again, is I that a fair? I'm not trying to sound cocky. <laughs> I am so yeah. humble. Yeah, and I thank God Almighty for everything I have. But I do feel like working where I worked. I, it makes me a lot more, um, what's the word? And it makes me, I think I'm a lot more vigilant for certain things. Yeah. Because I know it's possible. Like, I think when you hear, when you hear like, oh, something happens in one in a million kids, you're going to put that to the back of your mind, right? You're just like, eh, that doesn't happen all that often. Mm-hmm. I don't need to remember what to look for with this. Or I don't need to remember the signs and symptoms of this. But it's like, when you've seen it one time, and then something like triggers that memory where you're like, "This was that rare joke that I learned." I was like, "Wait, say that again." Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, "I've seen this before." Yeah, I'm like, "It's super rare," but because you see those it. one in a million, like exactly. <laughs> and it's like I feel like it also makes me a little of a crazy provider because mm-hmm. I'm just like. Okay, so I don't think anything is wrong, but there was that one time that one pediatrician didn't think anything was wrong, and then it turned out that this whole baby's like, mm-hmm. you know, body was inside out, and then they ended up coming in the PICU. So I'm gonna go and send you for this ultrasound to make sure that that's not what's happening, mm-hmm. even though I'm like 99.9% sure that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. But there, there was that time that that happened. So, you know, so like that's a. I've seen the worst, so I, I'm hyper vigilant to make sure that my patients don't get to the worst. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even with that being said, I've seen how 
I've seen a lot of accidents or things that couldn't be avoided, but I also did see a lot of things that could be avoided. Like a lot of our, um, a lot of our patients that would come in would be asthmatics. And like, it was, if they were asthmatics that were not adequately controlled for various reasons, their asthma was not controlled. There's, I argue, and people may disagree with me, but I argue that there's no reason this day and age that any asthmatic should ever have to be admitted to the hospital. Definitely not the ICU. Mm-hmm. There is no reason for it because the medications that exist now to control asthma, there's so many, and there's so many different ways to approach controlling asthma that if we can find a way to get people to use these medications, they would never have they to go to the hospital for yeah. this. You know, yeah, like facts. they would never have to almost die. Like there's I've, no reason yeah, to die from asthma I, anymore. What's crazy is when I was growing up, I had chronic asthma. Yes. Like I had really bad asthma. Yes. But like it literally, I didn't change my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would carry an inhaler around mm-hmm. and I had a, a couple bad episodes when yeah. I was young. But like as I grew older and like started to live my life, mm-hmm. like it, I, did the same act kind of yeah. activities, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like ran out of breath a bunch, right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, Play right. sports still, yeah. but never like that. It kind of just weaned out. Yeah. So as I got older and would hear people dying yes. of asthma attacks, yes. I'm like, how? Like, and I'm not trying to sound right. like like ignorant, but it's just like how? Yes. Like how? They're definitely <laughs> so like when you and I were younger, there there was only one way to treat asthma, really. Like you got the attack and we gave you albuterol. Like that was, that was it. It was albuterol and that was it. So it was like, you were sick, albuterol. There really wasn't a way to prevent it, really. They didn't really, or not for kids at least. And then, or if there were, they just weren't all that great. And then as time progressed, they tested a lot of new medications, lots of new inhalers, all these new things came on the market. And once they were, you know, tested on adults, then they found out they were safe for kids. And then, over time, most a lot of people grow out of asthma one. Yeah. But if you don't, by the time like I got, you know, like I got older, there were medications to help me manage it. And to the point where I didn't even need those medications anymore. And I'm just living my life now. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, but the minute those medications were available, like my mom was on it. Like she was like, all right, so let's try these. We're going to take this every day because that's what she said. <laughs> and she said, this is going to make this asthma not bother us so much. And it worked. And what I bump into now, because I before I used to say, like, when I'd be in the ICU and I see the asthma come through, I'm like, what the, what are these, like, primary care providers doing? Because why are they giving them their medication? Why are, like, why aren't these kids taking yeah. these controller medications to make sure that they don't have these attacks and da, 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 and this and that? Like, I used to go off, like, they are stupid. These primary <laughs> care providers are nothing. Here I am now, right? Straight up. And I'm like... Oh, I see why these kids was in ICU. They don't listen. I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, why won't you hear me though? And so I will say a big part of it is a lot of people don't understand how asthma works. And uh, like, there'll be kids who like, they're 16 and have have had asthma their entire life. And I'm coming to them now and telling them, I'm like, okay, so you're triggered by this. Mm -hmm. When this comes into your nose and your airways, this is what happens. Albuterol works like this. If you take this other medicine though every day, it's going to help your body not react. So you don't even need the albuterol, okay? And they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah. You've been on this medicine for how long? But you haven't been taking it, not taking it yet. because you didn't know why it was useful. And the albuterol, you know why it's useful because when you're ready to die, you take it and it makes yeah, you yeah. feel better. So you that's just the know, one. You just know it to that extent. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that, when I'm feeling all, like I'm about to take exactly. this, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. I can breathe. You need but the like, reaction to like, you need that trigger. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, if you don't feel any immediate difference when you take this inhaler you're he's supposed gonna, to take every gonna, day. Yeah, you're just like, well, well, I'm not taking this. It's yeah. not doing, my asthma's not bothering yeah. me. Yeah, because you're taking Cause it's, yeah, Straight up. Straight up. But day. that's such an interesting point because I don't think ever I've been told exactly. like why I why I should take something and what it does, but but told to take it in the way of like right. this is why you should take it and, and this that, is what it does. I, think that is, I like I don't think that's ever exactly. <laughs> that's ever been explained to it me. It drives me insane. Like I tell my parents why they should do ibuprofen or Motrin versus Tylenol. Mm-hmm. I tell my parents why I'm choosing this antibiotic versus this one. I tell them why. Okay, we're going to do this strength of uh, steroid cream versus that one. Yeah. Like, they know why. Because if I just say do it, you don't know why I'm telling you to do mm-hmm. it. And as I said before, like, there people have so many reasons not to trust healthcare providers. That it's like, I don't expect you to trust me because I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you because I'm telling you the reason. And you can even go ahead and look it up yourself and find out what I'm saying can be verified by a credible source. Yeah. So it's like, I feel if I explain the whole process to you, like this is why you have allergies. This is what's causing each and every last one of your allergy symptoms. If you do this medicine, it'll treat these ones. If you do this medicine, it'll treat these ones. You got to do it every day or your antihistamine level will drop, which will allow the histamines to cause an immune response again. And they're like, so I have to take allergy medicine every day. And I'm like, yeah. But you know what's interesting? Like, okay, I'm gonna play the patient. Well, I am usually am the patient, right? right? What's interesting in my situation Mm -hmm. is I, I forget to take medicine a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? But I think it's tied into what you're saying where it's like, in the moment, like yeah. say like, okay, I'm supposed to take this when I wake up. The right. moment when I wake up, I feel fine. fine so I don't, we're, we're creatures of habit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. like, I don't, I'm not in the habit, especially if I'm getting a new medication, I'm not in the habit yes. of waking up and taking it. So like I yes. wake up, I feel fine. So I get on with exactly. how I get on, you know what I'm saying? And then, and yeah, like, so I'm, it hits the fan again. And, and then I'm like, oh wait, oh, yeah, exactly. That was and then right. even right after it happens, I'm like, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to remember. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And lo and behold, the same shit happens. So, and I yeah. am guilty of that myself. Facts, yeah. Like, so guilty of that. Like, my my doctor will tell me, okay, take this. <laughs> take your medicine, actually. Take this. And I'm like, all right, I'm about to take it. Yeah. And, like, she sends it to the pharmacy, and I don't pick it up for 10 days because I legit forgot to pick it up. Because you feel the fine. only And I was fine. So this was, like, it was vitamin D. I was supposed to pick up some vitamin D because mm-hmm. my vitamin D was low. And I was like... All right, I'm going to pick up this, like, no, I know this is important. Like, I need my vitamin D. Like, I'm going to go get it. I put in my reminders, everything. <laughs> Reminder came through. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Too busy right doing now. something busy right now. now. <laughs> I'm going to do it in a second. Do it straight tomorrow. Yeah. Remind me tomorrow. Straight Remind up, me tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, she sent that prescription in 10 days ago. Yeah. Like, I finally went and picked it up two days ago. I was like, nah, lunch break. Go yeah, right yeah. there and pick it up, Ashley. Like, yeah. I said, two reminders for myself. Like, nah, stop playing. And, like... So you can see I mean, what I'm I saying, see, though, so, is like... Exactly. So I was like, damn, this is what they do. And I was like, yeah. I actually do this for a living and yeah. I'm fucking up. Like, yeah. So that's I why I'm trying interesting. to I think that's interesting. It's interesting because... So I guess I guess is what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, how... 
I guess the question is like, how do you figure out a way to communicate that like, look, I relate to the fact that you do, you live I in this way because them. I do too, but it's I like, yeah, yeah. So I like, so a lot of times the way that I, um, the way that I connect with my asthmatics, so those are the ones I feel like I do the most explaining to because they have the chronic illnesses that I manage, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, this is what we're going to do to help you not have this issue, right? So like. When I talk to them, I think it helps them to understand that one, I have asthma. Like I, I have asthma. Mm-hmm. I, I know what it feels like. I know what all your medications feel like. I know how hard it is to remember your medications. Half the time, I'm out walking around with no inhaler. Like I tell you to make sure you have the inhaler, <laughs> and I, mine is not here. You know, like I tell them that. But it's like I explain to them, like you're gonna, you're gonna not remember, you know, but this is how I help myself to remember. Maybe this will help you. Or like for my kids, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to write for them to give you four inhalers because you got, you're at daddy's house and you're at grandma's house sometimes. And then your babysitter. And I don't want you, I don't want to hear that you didn't take your medicine because you spend different days in different places. Like yeah. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna help you. Like I'm like I can't be there to make sure here, puff puff. Yeah, like I can't make up. sure you do it. But if you tell me what the biggest issues are, what are the biggest barriers that keep you from following my regimen, I will do what I can, what's feasible, what's legal to mm-hmm. like help you do it. So like some parents will tell me, like a lot of times I won't know that they, you know, that mom and dad are separated and they, you know, this kid spends weekends here or whatever. So it's like mom will forget to put the inhaler in the bag. So that means this kid's going to go, you know, he's spending a week with dad. He's going a week without his inhaler. And now he's coming back to me. He's wheezing like there's no tomorrow. And I'm like, what? Well, I just gave you an inhaler two weeks ago. Like what happened? I thought we talked about this. Oh my God, the inhaler, I left it in my car. And then he was with his dad. And then his him and his dad went to... Georgia to visit grandma and I I had the inhale up here. Oh my God. It's like it's reasonable, yeah. it makes sense. I'm like, all right, easy enough. Two inhalers. One is with dad, one's with you. So now both of y'all That's know. A fact, yeah. You know, easy. So it's like if you tell me what it is, mm-hmm. you know, but that the thing is, you have to have that conversation, you know. So like a lot of my parents, they get real mad when I do this. But like I go in, so they I know their kid has asthma. And I'm like, all right, so how's the asthma been? Oh, it's been acting up. Okay. So what are you taking for asthma? And they're like, "What? Oh, I take my medicine." I'm like, "What's the medicine?" And they're like, "Oh, the red inhale, the red one." I'm like, "I don't, I didn't prescribe a color. What's red?" Straight I don't up. know. I don't. And to be honest, I don't know yeah, what color it is because yeah. depending on the manufacturer, I've seen albuterol come in red, orange, purple, blue. I don't know which one you got, so I can't tell you what medicine that was. Oh well, I take the orange one. Sometimes I'm like, uh-uh. So I'm like, first of all, what's the name of our medicine, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I come, I'm like, uh-uh. uh-uh. Like, I, and I say, uh-uh. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, like, now you know that's not the name of your medicine. And then on top of that, I'm like, okay, so which one do you take every day? Oh, I take the orange one every day, but I was feeling all right. So I stopped taking it. I'm like, why do you think it was feeling all right? I asked them these questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, because I was taking it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... I want you to hear what I hear, (laughs) right? And I'm just like, okay. So it's like, we have that conversation. It's like, okay, so why aren't you taking, oh, well, I ran out. I'm like, so why didn't you call me? Oh, well, because I'm like, no, why didn't you call me? Mm -hmm. I don't know when you run out of your inhaler. And I sent refills. Why didn't you go get a refill? 
Oh, well, I'm like, no. So you look at your inhaler, you know how many puffs is in there. That means how many days do you have? So set a phone reminder. You in that phone all the time anyway. Set a reminder and say, I need to get a new inhaler when you know it's, it's going to be a week left on your inhaler. Or like, you know, what what is it that you need to do? I've, I made them go in the phone right now, set the reminder. Yeah. Every morning at 8 o'clock, take the, let's do it right now. You like, like no, now. Like, I make them <laughs> no, show me, you up. know? So it's like... That's these are the things I do. Like I whatever whatever it is that they need, I try to meet them where they are. Like facts, I'm like, facts. this is your issue. This is how you live your life. Let's do it like this then. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like the and that's the as as I said, like with medicine, there's yes, this is the right way, but it's like, all right, if this is what your life is, this is the accommodation we're gonna make to make sure that you are still getting the best care that you can get given your specific situation. And like, I just don't feel like a lot of people take the time to do that anymore. Nah, that's a fact. Um, It kind of makes me wonder, where did you kind of like learn? Is this your personality? Like, have you learned this? Have you gotten better at this over time? Like, how have you kind of... Just be, and I'm not even talking about just yeah, you no, communicating I'm with thinking. the um, patients, but just right. like the overall, like how you, um, I don't know. It's, it seems like you're a pretty high performing nurse. So it's like who <laughs> or where do you like learn from? You know what I mean? I feel like every profession has right. to have some kind of like mentor uh, yeah. type thing where you can learn from to improve your skills, improve what you do. Um. You know, that's a really good question. I think, one, I feel like I'm a very logical person. And I think I I look at things logically. Like, mm. I'm like, okay, this is what I know to be fact. This is, this makes sense. What makes know? the most sense, dog? Like, I literally, right? I literally be saying that to myself yeah, all the time. Like, like, it's crazy when I'll say something <laughs> and I'll say it out loud to people and I'm just like, dog, like, this, this doesn't make the most sense right? to you. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? This like, is logical. No, straight the up. The shortest distance between point A and B is a straight line. Straight up. So that's it. You know? So, like, I think that is what, that's what helps me the most. But I guess in terms of like, kind of trying like learning to adapt things and mm-hmm. mold things mm-hmm. to certain people. I've just had I've I've seen I've seen it done in a lot of different places. So okay. like first I we I my nursing program, my MP program was like really good. Yeah. Like we 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 learned about manipulating, you know, working with what you have what you have. And mm-hmm. I think that's what makes me that is what, what makes have. me like being a nurse practitioner. Yeah. Because with nurse practitioners, we're and this with medicine, they are taught this is it because they have to take this big well, we have to take an exam too, but it's mm-hmm. like it's very fact based and it's like, okay, normal is this to this, mm-hmm. this is how this is treated, this is the dose, this is the route, this is how you do it. Blah, this is it. Right. And it's like we learn that too as nurse practitioners, but it's like we also learn that people don't ever fit in these boxes. So it's like, all right, so this person, this is it. They have this. We're going to do this. However, remember, she like she has to go to work at 7 o'clock in the morning. So though this medication is supposed to be taken at 8 o'clock in the morning, she might have to take it at 6.30 before she leaves for work. How are we going to, you know, 
a lot of doctors, they don't think like that. They're like, I am doctor. I give rule. You follow rule. <laughs> so if it means, oh, you work at eight and I told you to take the medicine at eight, that sounds like you're going to have to. You got to leave work early. <laughs> call out of work. You got to call out. It sounds like you're not about to go to work. Yeah, you're going to derail your life. Because I said eight o'clock. <clears throat> Straight up. Right? And it's like, with nurse practitioners, I feel like we learn, like, we would really love eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're telling me that six thirty is what's gonna have to happen, I'm going to tell you how to make six thirty make me happy too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? And it's like I feel like I've noticed that all the time. Like even when I worked as a nurse and there were doctors, it was like doctors was like this is what's ha-. so like they'd love to turn off sedation, which is like you know all the meds that make you sleepy. Okay. On um, patients that we're ready to pull a breathing tube on. So it's like when you patients have breathing tube, we have to keep them asleep because if they wake up and see a fucking breathing tube, they're going to wild out. They're going to okay. go, what the fuck is this? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, so we have to keep you asleep. So, but usually when you're so asleep, you're probably not breathing, which is why we have the breathing tube that's breathing for you. But when we're getting ready to pull that breathing tube, we have to make sure that you are able to take adequate breaths on your own, which means that we have to lightly wake you up. To be like, hey, 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 yeah, you have a breathing tube, please chill out. Mm-hmm. But we do want you to breathe. Mm-hmm. Can you breathe? So, like, we'll do that. So, everyone knows that the minute you turn that medicine off, it's very quick acting. Them kids is about to be up off the bed, like, ah! and it's like, no one's going to be ready to pull this tube. And it's going to be the nurse tackling this kid. And we'd be like, all right, like, when are we trying to pull this tube? Because within five minutes, y'all need to be ready because this, this child's going to while out. And the doctor will be like, oh, well, I want to do a breathing trial. So turn it off now. And we'll be here in two, we'll be here in like maybe an hour or two. And I'm like, uh-uh. like, you know, you know, that's not going to work because I'm going to be wrestling this child, trying to keep this tube in while you guys are having lunch. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like. You don't think about the, like, what else happens? You're not thinking about every other piece of this puzzle. Mm -hmm. You're thinking, these these are my two pieces right here. I don't care what's going on over there. Like, I want to know that this kid can breathe for an hour. So I want you to turn the medicine off. And I don't care what other problems happen. You're just going to have to deal with them. Whereas, like, a nurse practitioner will be like, all right, what are we going to do? We're going to turn it off for a second. We're all going to be here. We're going to watch him. Make sure he takes some breaths. Then we're going to put the medicine back on until we're ready to actually remove this tube. We just want to be sure we're all going to be here. But then, you know, and it's just like, what does that do? It means that they'll actually have to be present. They won't be able to walk back to their office mm-hmm. and do whatever it is that they want to do otherwise. However, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what nice. I mean? And, no that, nice. and that's how I feel like. I think it means it's like when you've worked as the worker bee and you've like. You've taken orders that didn't make sense before. And like you've seen why it doesn't make sense. But like they've never had to be the ones to tackle the patient. They're usually the ones that are hearing about the patient being tackled and feel like we're over-exaggerating or something. Like they're not in the situation that makes them think like, well, what would make sense in this situation? Exactly. Yeah. Whereas like me, like I know this is stupid because I've. I've seen it go awry. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you to do this stupid thing like somebody else. <laughs> yeah, facts. Because that know? happens. Like people like do something just because it's the way to right. do it. But it's not even the right way. It's just right. the way that like everyone's decided to do it. Exactly. And people would rather not think it through. Uh, right. They were rather just like, oh, exactly. this is what they said that you should like, do. Like, let's just do make it this sense way. of this. We know that the half-life of fentanyl is what? 30 minutes. 
So if we turn it off, the amount of fentanyl in that child's body is going to decrease by half in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You telling me, fentanyl is what's keeping them asleep, right? Okay, great. So you're telling me that you're not coming back for two two hours, (laughs) but this medicine is going to stop, it's going to be half as effective as it it is now in 30 minutes. Mm Logic. Yeah. Why are you coming back in two hours if we're going to be ready to do this in 30 minutes? This mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. But they're just like, well, we, you know, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> and the evidence says, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, yeah, evidence says when you sit here, though, yeah. like you're going to be here so that you can tell me it's okay to put it back on when he's trying to get out of bed with the breathing mm-hmm. tube in his mouth. But you're you're not going to be here. You're going to be elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's what the issue is. <laughs> you no, know what facts, I mean? Facts. So, like, it's just it's just little things like that that I think being working as a nurse, as I said, working as a worker bee and seeing like seeing what the other side is like now being here, giving the orders and telling people what to do. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not about to tell you to do that because somebody told me to do that. And that was stupid. No so facts. I'm going to do no this. Facts. So that's kind of I think that's. I don't even remember what the question was. <laughs> nah, but that was a. Um, I don't even remember what the exact question was either. But um, nah, that was that's very interesting, and I agree with that line of thinking mm-hmm. where it's like, dog, we got to do the things that make sense. Yeah, and, just, I, and that's it, that's just the way that I think. Right, but, um, it just seems. But I also, so I obvious think that's a com- that's kind of like one of those cocky things that right. I don't mean to be cocky, right. but it's just that like, bro, like I just think logically. There's more often times than not where. I've like walked into a situation right. and thought of a better process right. for the situation that everybody right. was doing. Just thought of and a better then process. And sometimes you think of it and you find out it doesn't work for whatever yeah, reason. And you're yeah. like, all right. Or okay. it has its downsides right. or whatever, whatever the case exactly. may be. But I don't think I, I I kind of have somewhat of a problem with people not like challenging like why people right. do things just like yes. because it's said to be done. Yes. You feel me? Like I'm like, why haven't we tried it like this? That's annoying. Like what you have to tell me why this Yeah, can't no, be crazy. Like this. It's crazy. I think about that in like life things. Yeah. Like I think about that with um like home ownership and things right. like that. I'm just like, okay, everyone has this goal to buy a home and it's crazy when I have these conversations where I'm mm-hmm. telling people like, oh, I don't necessarily care if I own my a home like I might rent for the rest of my life you know what I mean yeah but and people will be like oh well you know you gotta own something you gotta like just saying the same thing and I cannot tell you how many times I'm like (laughs) no it's crazy I live it's in a crazy. great apartment. People just be like, you know, they. But the, the thing that's interesting to me is that like the conversation always goes the same way because people always have the same things to say because mm-hmm. it's just what's been said exactly. throughout that's time. You know what I'm saying? That's the script. That's you feel me? Script. It's not like, oh, this makes sense in my personal situation. Right. It's like, this is what everybody does. This is what everybody says about it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just... I, I I'm 100 percent with you on that. Exactly. Yeah. But um, what's also interesting about you, I think, mm-hmm. is in being a nurse and just like also all the types of stuff that you do, mm-hmm. you also make like amazing content <laughs> for like social media. Like honestly, and I because like and what I'm talking about is just mm-hmm. like your writing. Mm-hmm. I think you have a really good way of writing. Mm-hmm. Is that like that's not that's not a skill that you know about? Um, <laughs> You're looking like really surprised. But like I really I, I yeah, no, I think you I think you make good good content, but what I what resonates with me mm-hmm. most is um how you kind of like share your experiences mm-hmm. and your stories like through 
really good writing and like long captions that are like yeah. worth the read. You know what I mean? I tr- I try to make it worth the read. Yeah. So um oh my gosh I guess writing why do I have a long story for everything but like writing. I wasn't good at it at all. I was always a math person. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like to write. You don't think the two? Oh, you just didn't like it. I was about to say, you don't yeah. think the two can coincide? No, no. Yeah, like absolutely. Okay. I just didn't. I just it I didn't like you. it. It, yeah. was, it was too much. I felt like it was too much effort. I was okay. just like, I don't want to do that. But um, I had, <laughs> junior year of high school, I had a teacher. Who, so I thought I was pretty good. Like, yeah. as I said, everything came pretty easy. Um, but I, I, um, I had this teacher who I wrote this paper for. Um, and I was like, this paper is lit. Like, I know this is bomb, whatever. And she gave me an F. Whoa. And I had never seen that letter in my life. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Straight up. And I was like. And you were super confident that that like hit oh, you like a sack of bricks? this was it. Okay. <laughs> this paper is So lit. like, I was like, what do you mean? Like, I went up to her. I was like, I was about to call, pull the race car. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, was like, oh, oh. yeah. I was like, uh-uh, sis. Like, this is. This is it. And yeah. she like went through with me, ripped it to shreds. She was like, this. What did you write about? I don't if even you were, know. Oh, you don't I think I put that really far. <laughs> yeah, you buried it down there. Yeah. That is in my basement. It like crushed you type shit at yeah, the time? Yeah, I felt some type of way about that. I, it was it was an English class. It was some type of creative writing about something. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought I was lit and yeah. I was not lit. So... She she taught me a lot about style of writing, and I learned a lot in that class um, of just about like writing style and like you know changing up your vocabulary and like you know uh, there's you know there there's so many different ways to structure a sentence mm-hmm. and like it doesn't have to always go the same way. You can put verbs in different places and like you know just stylists you can just let your let your writing have style let mm-hmm. let your writing kind of like describe you yeah and um i never want to, i don't i don't want to write i'm not a writer at all i don't think at all mm-hmm. but like it definitely it's i everything she ever taught me it's like i don't even remember what she specifically said because because i completely changed the way i write like i don't even know what i did before this was i was 16 so like i now the way i write is just the way i write but yeah. like i um I remember there. She did it. Like mm-hmm. she, she like, she completely. Yeah. Woo. So <laughs> when I like, I think the first like writing I was ever super proud of um, was my college admissions essay to um, to Howard. I wrote about. So I used to dance. Mm-hmm. And I was like getting back into it. I used to tap dance, mm-hmm. and um, well, I did all of them. But tap was my favorite, and I um, I wrote my essay in the second person, which no one ever writes in. What is, give me an example. Of this. So, <laughs> first person Long time is, since English class. Yeah. Um, like you know, I, like me. I, okay. we, yeah. third person is like, you person like, Say the Ashley. Name. Yeah, yeah. What, second person is like, you. You. So, you're telling someone what they are doing. Yeah. So, no one writes in really in no. second person. And what did that sound like? like? So I so I told them about their Saturday morning getting up every every Saturday morning to go to dance. Oh, class. like you're getting oh yeah. like so, like like I'm reading it and yeah. you're telling me I'm telling what, what I'm what doing, doing. But like so through, I'm like you wake up at six fifteen every crazy. morning, you that get is you know cool. yeah. you're really upset, you didn't finish da 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 whatever, your That's mom really is cool. upset about blah 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 blah. But you know, so it's like you're you walking walk through it. Yeah. yeah. And then you're so happy. Your shoes are making so much noise on the ground and blah, blah, blah. You know, like it was something like that. And like, That's I super dope. Before actually. I submitted it, I gave it to her, my yeah. teacher. And she was like, Ashley. 
Like she yeah, loved yeah. it. I was, like, it was crazy because I was just about to ask, like, did she ever give you an opportunity oh, to redeem yeah, yourself? Or did you ever redeem did. yourself for that? Yeah. She did. She okay. did. I um so I showed I showed it to her and she loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Like, do you remember when she gave me? Yeah. <laughs> and like, of course, I got in because that essay was a lit. I need to find it. I have yeah, no, nah, that but, like, sounds it was, super dope. So it was like I've never, and that was like the one thing I was like super, super proud of. And like ever since then, like all my papers, I made sure like they they sounded good, even though they had like what was required in it. Like I wanted it to sound good, and like um, that's even what kind of like led me. Now I started like a little resume business, mm-hmm. and um, that kind of helped me with that because. You like when I read people's resumes, I'm like, oh, this doesn't sound good. Yeah, like just, I'm just like, it's this, not real, like, well right? written. Exactly. It I'm might like, have good sound... stuff on it, but it's not. Yeah, well written. I'm like, oh, like I don't. I'm not like, ooh, this nah, sounds facts. nice. I'm really into writing. Man. Yeah, I'm really into writing. I'm not gonna say I'm a good writer. Yeah, but like, I can recognize good writing. I, well, you feel me? yeah, no, yeah. seriously. And I try to be like, a good writer. I yeah, write like I know when I'm just like, ooh, and mm-hmm. I may not be able to describe it in anything other than a face, like. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, but I'm just like, oh, I don't like this. this I would like this, this better. Yeah, yeah. So like, I that's how writing started, and I guess um with content, like that word, I don't even know. Like yeah, I'm just yeah. like, oh yeah, like people are like, oh, you're a content creator. I was like, am I? Okay, so what's okay? So that's very interesting because like, so how do you approach like because you definitely have a look and an aesthetic to your your so shit. that 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 has come. Okay, that has come. I didn't have any like plan to um. For this to happen. Yeah, yeah. I didn't in the beginning. This was just my Instagram from yeah, yeah. college. And I was going to say, like, do you approach, Did you, or back then, when you were in college, were you just, were you active on social media? Ish. Like, yeah. I used to be on Twitter like crazy. Twitter, yeah. That's, yeah, everybody um, was in college. Yeah, yeah, I was on Twitter like crazy. Twitter and then I just shit. deleted it one day. Yeah. And I tried to get back into it, and I just couldn't. It's not like, the same. You, it's hard to get back yeah, into it. Yeah, I was you know like, what, what did I talk about? I'm like, like an innocent bystander yeah. on Twitter now. <laughs> like, straight <laughs> like, up. I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> yeah, straight <laughs> up. Straight <laughs> up. So you know, like, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. And then I try to, I try to write something. Yeah, like, this is not it. Like, no. If I would tweet like a hundred times a day, and I was like, I that's crazy. But when I had Twitter in college, I was tweeting all, all the, time. the time. It's like, crazy. Seriously, it's like we crazy. tweeted every five seconds, yeah. and like that was even like Facebook. I was on for a second, but even that, I was like, "Oh, my mom's on here." So I don't yeah, really nah, straight be up. Nah, Twitter and was the place to be. That was it. And yeah. then Instagram came. And I was like, "Oh, I like Instagram." And it was like pictures or whatever. And I was like, "Okay, this is cool." And then um, I became. Let me see. When did this? So actually, one of my. Um, one of my mentors, mm. she was um, the career services specialist at my school, mm-hmm. um, at Hopkins School of Nursing. And okay. she like helped us with our resumes and stuff. And she's also like a really big influencer and in why I started my resume business. But she um, she was kind of getting into this, like using the social media to like, you know, as like a networking opportunity yeah, yeah. and like, you know, a way to connect with other nurses. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, so you're like talking to people you don't know on this. And she's like, this is back in like 2013, 2014. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, I was like, oh, wow. So like she brought, um, she was following this other nurse, um, Katie Duke, who I love now. Mm Um, I've heard of her. Yeah. She like makes uh, scrubs and stuff. Is that She does. Person? Well, she, that wasn't what she did up until recently, but she does have a scrub line mm-hmm. now with this really big scrub company. And, um, but oh, yeah, she. Yeah. I've definitely heard of that name. She was like one of the first like nurse influencers. Okay. And um, so she came to talk to at my school of nursing 
I don't even know what she talked about because I couldn't go. I can't remember. Oh, really? But I remember I was so mad I couldn't go because I was like, oh my God, like I want to meet her. And like I followed her. And like, um, that's when I, when she kind of showed me more about like, oh, there's so many other things about like nursing that people are doing. It's like, I started following all these scrub companies and I started following all these other cool nurses. Like, nursing was a world. Yes. I had no idea. So I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. But even with that, I was just like, oh, like, I'm kind of using, like, Instagram to flex. Like, I'm wearing my cute outfit. <laughs> yeah, I'm on vacation. Straight up. I like following y'all, but, like, oh, I'm no, cute at work up. today. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, I'm cute in my It's not, like, on some professional Exactly. Shit. I was just like, some, oh, like, yeah, you yeah. know, and then I was like, oh, well, I graduated. And, like, you know, like, stuff like that. So it was just sharing my life. life you know, this life, is, like, yeah. what it was. And now I'm, like, you know, I'm starting to follow new people and people are starting to follow me. And I'm like, oh, cool. You want to see what I'm doing? Cool. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's see what's up. So then um, I started to go to some, um, like, events. Like, um, I, like, started following these pages that they were like, oh, we're having, like, a networking, like, event and, like, you know, dinner and blah, blah, blah here and mm-hmm. we're doing this there and, like, we're having, like, a little workshop here and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go and, like, meet other, like, you know, black nurses who are doing awesome things and they're, like, in different cities and, like, some are travel nursing. I'm like, oh, I wanna yeah. do that. And I'm like, no, you know. travel nursing is probably lit. I remember yeah. um, we had a travel therapy. When I was working in physical therapy, mm-hmm. we had a traveling physical but, therapist. Yeah. And I was like, this seems like I did it. That's dope. when I was in um, California yeah. for a bit. Like, it was so fun. It was, like, that was, like, the kind of stuff I learned about from all these, like, events and stuff. And... Then I started to meet more people who were on social media. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I really like this. And then I saw what they were sharing. And I was like, oh, like, I have stories. Like yeah, that. like, I go through this, too. You no, know? Straight and up. I was like, oh, I can share stuff like that. Yeah. So then I, and I honestly, it wasn't until I started to share. Like, I would always look back to see, like, when did this start? Like, when did, how did this happen? And, like, um, I started to share, like, what I was going, like, why I love being a PICU nurse. Mm-hmm. And, like what it was like on my first day as a picky nurse. And like, people liked it. Like yeah. people were commenting like, this is so dope and like, whatever. And I, um, I guess that's when I started creating content that yeah. I didn't know I was creating. <laughs> Straight up. And it's like, I guess with like, you know, the way that I write, I write pretty specifically and like, I like to tell stories. Definitely telling stories. And yeah, you know, and like, but I want you to feel me. So it's like, I tell you the story so you can feel like, I guess I'm like, I'm telling you what you're feeling. And this is how I made made it through. So this is how you can make it through too, yeah. you know? And it's like, maybe, I don't know if like, when I was going through all these times, if I knew other people were going through things too, would I feel better about it? Like, you know, we all mm-hmm. kind of feel alone and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And like, sometimes you need to see somebody on the other side of it to know that like, Oh my God. There is another like, side. There is an, I, I can get there. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody's just like, let you know that it's possible. And that's kind of what I started to focus on, yeah. you know? So I was like, there's no reason that you can't, you know? And again, I think that ties into my, like my architecture story where I was like, you know, I felt like I couldn't, like maybe if I saw a black, a mm-hmm. black architect on Instagram, mm-hmm. I would have been like, all right, I can straight do up, it. Straight you know? up. Straight no, like, up. That's real. Back that's in real. 2009. But like, no, straight up. I was just mm-hmm. like, I, it made me want to be able to tell young people and other people that looked like me. Mm-hmm. And I, I I was really intentional. I started to be really intentional about my content. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think like, that does happen gradually. Yeah, like, like over you know time. I, mean? yeah. I think I, I became really, really intentional last August after I went to a workshop to learn about being intentional about my social media yeah. and like learn about 
how to grow your social media. Like at this point, I'm at a point where I want it to grow and I want to start, you know, being able to host events and like do things like that where I can bring my message from social media into the real world. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something I'd like to do at some point. Real quick, when you went to this first event that kind of like Mm -hmm. changed your perspective, what did you learn that you started implementing if there was anything specific that you can remember? That you weren't necessarily implementing before, thinking about that people before like that. Your business. <laughs> oh, basically, to like to be intimate with your stories and shit, and people will connect. People like because I'm not, and even still to this day, people. I'm pretty sure people on my screen think they know my whole entire. Y'all know what I want you to know. Exactly. I'm like y'all know a lot about one thing. <laughs> straight and up. You know, know a lot about most of it. Yeah, but like, up. I um, yeah, I learned that it's like people resonate like. With your business, like mm-hmm. not just like like yeah, it's nice that you're in Miami, but it's like oh, I'm in Miami because I just had the worst day at work because the blah 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 blah, and mm-hmm. this is why you know like people want to know the backstory yeah. so that I think the more you share, the more people feel they can relate to you. They may not relate to this part of the story, but I could definitely relate to that part. Sure or like enough. you know like oh, this is the part I'm at. Like even I read through my comments all the time. People are like oh like. Um, you're the reason why I want to, you know, get to this point because I'm here right now and I see that you made it past this point and like, you know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I went through something when I was in nursing school too and like like I lost my dad in nursing school. Oh, I got you a divorce did? in NP school. Like, oh wow, <laughs> like you know, yeah. And like these are things that I've shared with yeah. um with my um, my followers. Wait, and you're saying you did those things? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, I lost my dad my first semester of nursing school. Wow. And sorry to hear that. I had my ex-husband put his hands on me while wow. I was in NP school. Um, so I got a divorce. Yeah, that's and crazy. That, so like, you know, people are like, I think when you're on Instagram, you show all these cute pictures and you're traveling around the world everyone feels like you have absolutely no problems you know mm-hmm. like you because people don't post pictures of themselves crying yeah, I always say that no you know facts. like you, I'm not posting fact. you on my worst day yeah, I'm facts. posting you looking my absolute best because that's how I want people to view me but like I also want people to view me for the my resilience mm-hmm. and my strength so it's like I'll tell you about it and I like to tell people about it after the fact because yeah. I want to be able to tell them how I made it through made it through like it, yeah. not just oh I'm here I'm so sad like, let's and, all sob together type. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like yeah I sobbed and I definitely have took my time to do that but I definitely had to get off my ass and finish what I started and mm-hmm. you can do it and this is how I did it you know you give yourself time and whatever but you you um you still you still focus on your goals and take care of yourself and whatever and no, that, that, those are the types of things that I shared and it was I think when I realized that people like my business and they like to know like that I'm not perfect mm-hmm. was when I was like okay this is what I'm gonna do like I'm going to show you guys like these are all the great things I do but like this is how I got here one and this is I am not this perfect oh I love kids all the time and I love, they're so cuddly and all mm-hmm. I think about is, you know, ear infections my whole entire life. Like, I turn up on the weekend, I twerk in a club, I tell you <laughs> know what I mean, I love tequila. Like, it's just like, I'm normal mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you can be normal, whatever your normal is and still be successful, yeah. you know? Like, you don't- be great at what you do. Exactly. And move the needle forward. Right, like, like you can be super regular, you know? Like, no, like, like, it's crazy. <laughs> I feel super regular. Right, exactly. You know what That's what I'm saying? saying. Like, 
people are like, I look up to you. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I mean, I think I'm doing, I do great things. But I'm like, yeah. I don't think I'm doing anything so but like, extraordinary. That's what I'm saying. Like, how you're doing it is like anyone could do this. Right. I don't feel like I'm doing anything that like that person couldn't exactly. do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's just like, I just get up and do it. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not, there was, no, there was no nothing plan, like, like endowed mm, yeah. on me or, you know, given to me yeah. to make, you know, I crown you yeah, yeah. this. Yeah. And, like, and, a, and a path, like a map. Exactly. Like, just, I'll go. Right. Like, you know what This is the direction. And just, exactly. It's like, yeah, no. I was just kind of like, well, all right, I'm going to go to nursing school. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go to nurse practitioner school. Oh, you want me? Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay, yeah. I'm going to take this job because I applied for it. Like, you know, it's just like it's little, I, I just made moves. And yeah. I think that's what people don't do. They don't make moves. They need people to They need to know the moves. steps. They need to know yes. like step four before they even take step one. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, no, 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 because you're too far ahead. Yeah, because like step four won't even present yes. itself until you're at step three. Yes. You know what and I'm saying? That's what, so like I get DMs all the time. Oh my God. I will say, I probably get about like at least 50 DMs a day. And people are asking me, oh my God, how do I become a pediatric nurse practitioner? And I'm like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a server. <laughs> I'm like, sis. First, you gotta stop serving. <laughs> like, first, like, I'm yeah, like, girl, I can't even take this one step right. at a time. Jeez, I like, was like, so let's start. Oh, I want to be like you. Like, um, how did you go about that? I'm like, girl, you are you are yeah, at facts. X, and you need to be at B. Like, <laughs> you have skipped plenty of stuff. And like, I think a lot. One thing I feel like people just don't. People just the people really do expect to keep doing something and like the same thing and all like magically their life is just gonna change. Like my ex was like that for sure. Like he was just like, yeah, I'm, I want to make a million dollars. I was like, all right, so like, what are we gonna do to make a million dollars? You think you're just gonna wake up on March fifth, two thousand twenty three, with a million dollars in your bank account? Yeah. Like you're gonna have to do something. Like people what? think that though. That's the crazy part. Yes, people don't think people don't even consider the amount of work that is required for their ambitions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they have right. the most audacious goals, yes. but like the most regular work right. ethic. <laughs> you know, or like even sometimes below so regular. Right. You know like minimal effort. And I'm like, just, and I guess, again, it comes to logic, but I'm like, all right, I want to be a nurse. I, well, I didn't know I wanted to be a nurse practitioner. I decided, like when I decided to be a nurse, this is legit what happened. I was in Fort Lauderdale, it was Christmas break and I was with my family and I was really sitting here like, shit, I have one semester left and I have no idea what I'm doing after. And I like, I like to, not that I like to plan, but I like to have some type some of, of idea. idea of what's going on. Facts. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, damn, what am I going to do? And I really like, you know, I was just like, damn, I think I'm just have to be a nurse. Like, I think, you know, and I was just like, you know what? I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world. I'm sure I can find something in nursing I like to do. I can still work with kids. You know what? Let's do it. And I was like, all right, like this is literal thought process. Okay, I want to be a nurse. How do I become a nurse? You got to go to nursing school. Okay, well, I have a degree already and it's not nursing. How do I get a nursing degree if I already have a degree? I didn't know the answer to that question. Yeah, yeah. But I you had to, to ask it Google. to know. No, exactly. no that's a, I'm so glad that you said you had to Google it. I went on, I literally, I wish my Google search history yeah. went back that far. Cause I, how Those do are the words, you yeah. become a nurse when you already have a degree? Yeah. And the first thing that popped up is accelerated nursing degree program. I said, oh, 
What's this about? Accelerated. <laughs> so I read this and they're like, okay, this is a program for people who already have a bachelor's degree in another field. You apply to this, you take the nursing program, you take the nursing courses, and then you become a nurse. You take your test and you become a nurse. And you can do it in anywhere between 12 and 24 months. I was like, that's perfect because I didn't want to go back to a whole four-year program again. This is exactly what I want. Okay, so what do I have to do to get in? Admissions requirements. Let's look at that, right? Okay. All right, so you got to have these prereqs. I'm like, all right, so I have this. I have this. I'm like, ooh, I don't have microbiome. And I was like, ooh, ooh, okay. A lot of them were looking for ethics. I was like, ooh, I don't have ethics either. I'm like, oh my God, okay. But I found a few that only need a microbiome. All of them need a microbiome, but some need ethics. I was like, all right, let's wean out the ones that need ethics. I'm only going to take one class. Like, that. So I was like, okay, all right. So I was like, okay, how much does this cost? I was like, oh, this is expensive. I'm like, all right, financial aid. We got financial aid. Okay. All right, how are we going? Okay. So what do I got to do? When does the application do? Oh, shit. It's December. This was due November 1st. Okay, read that out. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Yeah. So January 15th. Okay. All right. I can do that. I can make that. This is December 28th now. I can do it. I, like Two weeks to get it done. Okay. All right. Now I got to find a microbiome class because I have to take one. And I'm already taking too many credits at Howard, so I got to take it at community college. Okay. All right. How, you know, like yeah, facts. It's everything one step at a time. was a step. And you know was, what I mean? It started with a question. Exactly. Like, I didn't think about, oh my God, like what scrubs am I going to wear? Yeah. That Not wasn't, facts. that wasn't, we weren't there yet. Like we were like, all right, like how do I get in and how do I pay for it? How, how do I do well in this program? Where can I even go? Like how, can how, do, I, how yeah, where facts. am I going to live? Facts. Where, where can I f- afford to live? You know? So it's like, these are, these are the things. So it's like, people will ask me. How do I do this? And I'm like, like what? The, the question is, like, right. you should be, that, that's what you should be figuring I'm it like, out. <laughs> that's what you should be figuring I don't know, out. Every nurse I know had a completely different path than mine. So that's very interesting because, like, once you've found the question, now your daily task is to answer, answer the, question. the question. You feel me? Like and then that's as soon as so you crazy. The question, there's another question. Well, there's that another you need question to that you answer. It's answered. like your life and is a series. You just do yes. you do that over and over and over again. You have yourself a career. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like You'll that's how it out. works. You know what I mean? And it's like it never stops. Even to this day, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this, but this is all I want to do. What else would I want? Dog, I'm Googling things every day as I far love as like uh, to add to my skill set, yes. to add to my potential what career path. What else can path? I be doing? Like, yeah. like I'll hear little things. Like some people say something I overhear and I'm like, what's that? Let me Google that. <laughs> I do that shit I'm all the time. Yeah. I was like, what's that? I never heard of that. Like I Google at least 20 times a day. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what is that? What's this? Oh, okay. I want to do that. That sounds lit. Oh, no. That sounds lit. Yeah, yeah. Fact. And it's just like that's. But people don't do that. Like people really just sit like with this question and will never. T- I'm like, we have Google. Like, what were we doing before Google? I don't know how people figured know. stuff out before Google. But what's crazy? You know what's crazy is that they did. That's what's crazy because like now it's easier than ever, and like right. we're we're getting lazier. Well, like, I don't know if we're getting lazier, but like, uh, and also, well, because. Uh, more people, I guess, by percentage are becoming more successful mm-hmm. and earlier. So you can say that we are taking advantage of it. But yeah. the point is, back then, some people did figure it out. You some people were exceptionally out? smart. You know what I mean? Look, and exceptionally knowledgeable in other. Some I people taught met, themselves like languages yes, and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I met the first African-American um, graduate of the Johns Hopkins School of Nursing. Mm-hmm. She was in the class of 1950. 459, one of those two. And she 
told me how she how she applied so she found out about Johns Hopkins she said because she was from upstate New York meanwhile Johns Hopkins is in Baltimore and this is in the 1960s like people aren't just rolling through you know like oh I'm just gonna go to Baltimore for no good reason like you went places to visit family to go there. And, like, you had a reason to right. go there so she, she heard about it in her paper like her local paper someone like wrote something about something something that happened at Johns Hopkins and like they had something somehow the school for nurses was like in the article it's just like oh wow they have a school they have a nursing school and she had an aunt who was a nurse at a local hospital there and she's like oh well i like what she does but wow this place sounds really great mm -hmm. like they are doing a lot of stuff here i want to go there so she literally wrote a letter to Johns Hopkins Hospital and says, my name is Gertrude. I can't remember her name mm -hmm. before it was Hodges, but Gertrude mm -hmm. Hodges. And I am interested in becoming a nurse here. Please advise. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> to Johns Hopkins Hospital. She didn't put no zip code. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. She just Johns here's Hopkins a stamp, Hospital. put it on in Crazy. there. And they mailed her back an application yeah. for her to mail on back. And damn it, didn't she get admitted to that yeah, program? Yeah, that's crazy. She just sat down and was like, well, damn, wow. This John Hopkins. Out of my hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, not, it's not right in front of me, so yeah. I can't possibly do it. You know, it's like, she was like, I'm I'm finna write a letter. And no, like facts. she wrote the letter. And I was like, see, that's the type of... And it's like, even as a black woman at that time to make that... Like, you are like badass. Yeah, so you know what up. I mean? To straight be like, up. I'm about to go to Baltimore. I don't know nothing about this place. This is more south than where I live, which is usually not cool for people like me. No facts. But I'm about to go down here because I want to be a nurse. And I hear this is the best place to be a nurse. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. You know what I mean? Like, this is so dope. And I'm like, why Why did we stop being this, like, audacious? Like, why are no, we... That's a fact. Why are we putting these, like, gaps on ourselves? Like, go for the best. Like, do do it. Like, mm -hmm. you want to be a nurse? Why are you sitting here telling yourself you can't be a nurse? Why are you waiting on me to do it? Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Why are you waiting on someone to tell you how to do it? Like, I was like, first of all, I could, I could tell you, go go to Mars first. Yeah. You like, know, how do you, like, what makes you have the right way, the way? You know what I mean? Why am I trustworthy? Yeah. Why am I, you know what I mean? You don't know me. Yeah. And that's, I'm like, you need to be able to find information out on your on your own. I'm not obligated to answer. And I say that all the time. So I'm like, I'm not obligated to answer your DMs. Yeah. I let y'all DM. So anytime somebody asks me how to be a nurse, I let us sit right there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to see how long it's about to take you to figure out how to be a nurse. No, straight up. I'm about to see how long it's going to take you. Because I'm not telling you. I didn't DM nobody. Yeah. I didn't. There was no. There, I don't even think there was DM. I don't know. But I was like. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you won't survive as a nurse if you're going to be waiting for everyone to tell you the answer. Yeah. You're going to have to think on your own. So if you already, let's just weed you out right now, no, like fact. before we even waste your time. No, that's a fact. But that's that's how I like, and it's not to be mean, but I'm just like, if I hold your hand through every little, I can't hold your hand through that test you got to take. You about yeah. to DM me like, what's the answer to no, this? No, straight like, up, straight up. You no, that's, a fact, that's, a that's a fact, that's so, a fact. That's a fact. I don't know, tough love. Yeah, so now I'm just going to ask you some like, rapid fire questions that mm -hmm. I pretty much ask everybody that comes on here. Mm -hmm. um, first of which is, if, do you are you into like books, movies, TV shows, anything TV like that? Shows. Okay, if you could think of like a character from any TV show, movie, whatever that mm -hmm. you like, a character that really resonates you resonates with you, who would you say and why? I have no idea. You take a second. Um, 
Oh my gosh. Oh my god! I have no idea. Do you watch TV? I watch so much. What do you? I watch so much TV. What are some of your favorite shows? Oh my god! Let's start there. What are some of your favorite shows? I watch like Shameless, Ray Donovan. Oh, so you like good TV? You like good television? Yeah, I. I, um, Yeah, okay. The Fair. I love Showtime. Like anything that ever came on there for real. Um, Um, I've always. Would you say Showtime over HBO? Yes. Would you? Yes. Would you? That's crazy. I just recently started like HBO shows. You just I started cannot... like HBO has some of the best shows I I've don't like ever The Wire. Seen. I couldn't get into it. No, I have. I, I never watched The, the Wire. Sopranos. Both of those I could not get into. Wait a second. This okay. So the the spirit of this question only came up because of The Sopranos. I and this is not <laughs> don't. This is gonna sound weird, but like I extremely resonate with Tony Soprano. Really. Really, not because of like the typical what you would see yeah. if you don't necessarily watch the show, but um, just the dynamic he goes through of um, the position that he's in, like yeah. within his family, the position that he's in within like his profession, right. and then the shit that he goes through that he unravels right. in his therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. It's just like a very interesting way to look at a human being. Right, right, right. And I just resonate with that. You know what I'm saying? It's just that like, I feel like I'm also in a situation where like a a lot of people in my family look to me to do certain things Mm -hmm. and like make certain decisions. And a lot of people in my own like social circle Mm -hmm. look for me, look to me for the same things. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going through life like dog, like I'm just as lost as you guys and you guys are looking to me to guide you. You know what I mean? And it's like, who's going to help? Who's going to guide me? Like, you know what I mean? And he like, he like that show Mm -hmm. really breaks down that character from a, from the standpoint of somebody who wouldn't think has those types of feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why that show, like that show is one of my favorite, like show slash stories of all time. But, um, no. So like, you know who, yeah, go ahead. Which I like annoys me, but Molly from Insecure. I'm, that's interesting which because that's me. The, what's interesting is Molly as a character annoys me. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, like uh, she's so annoying on that show I'm sometimes. Trying, I think I'm like consciously try to not be a Molly, but mm-hmm. I, I. But you am just are. <laughs> you just are. And I think like, or it's like I, I think I've been like groomed to be a Molly. Even are you fighting it? Is that what yes. you're saying? You're and fighting like, it, but you. I think I am constantly trying to not. I think I've well, become a lot less Molly. Well, what do you mean? Let's let's explain I what think, you so mean what, by what that I, what to I people who Molly, might not she like. Gives me, so she gives me like overachiever, like parent pleaser, which was oh, definitely okay. me. Like, definitely, you know. With all the decisions I've made in my life, I, there was always an element of like, I cannot disappoint my my parents. That's you a know, fact. like that I just cannot. That ruined my life for like right, a good, like 25 right. years of my life. Yeah. Like, it, I just, I would say once I like got to this point is when I was like, I don't care what you think anymore. <laughs> you know? Can we, I mean? can we real quick talk about what that feeling is like? Yeah. Is that, cause like I got to that point too, and I feel yeah. like. Like, like, like oh. skyrocketed. Like, but the thing is, like, they also are proud of the decisions yeah, that I made. Yeah. Ultimately, they weren't in the moments yeah. when I was making the decisions. But ultimately, years oh, yeah. later, years and like yes. trials and tribulations yes. later, they're coming around of like, oh no, like you know what you're doing, Absolutely. and like you know what I'm saying. My um, so my parents are Jamaican immigrants, oh, okay. and they um, I think there's a certain thing that comes with having immigrant parents in terms of like 
we have made this sacrifice to leave our country to make sure that we can provide the best for you. And we will not let you forget that. So Mm -hmm. um, don't fuck it up. So, (laughs) you know, so we're... it's just this like you can always do better. You can always strive for better. Like you, you're, which is good. But it's like I think when I like now looking back, I'm like I'm sure it was supposed to be a motivating type of thing, but it never felt like I had an option to not be better. Yeah. So it felt more like oh my god, you're not good enough. Not that you have so much potential. It just feels like you will never be enough unless mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. just you know yeah yeah so um so i think i feel like molly definitely plays the role of that really well for sure um and she's super successful but like really not fulfilled Mm -hmm. um which i don't think that is my story i don't but i feel like the the way she grew up and like why she looks at people a certain way Mm -hmm. like i feel like i'm very like even like in the conversation we just had, like, I'm like, I'm so judgy of people who don't make moves. Like, I'm just like, oh, how are yeah, you no. not? But you know what's crazy? Why are you sitting so still? Like, <laughs> I'm never called that idol. Like, you're not, if no, you're not where you, you know, if you're not where you want to be, why are you not moving? Why are you not moving towards yeah, it? Yeah. You know like, what I'm you saying? You should never be stationary. And the thing is, like, no, you said it right. Like, if you're mm-hmm. not where you want to be, because the thing is, I think people don't even have appreciation for where they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, Cause to me, it's like, why do you want to get to a place? You know what I'm right. saying? Are you trying to get to a place because you think you're supposed to be there because your parents right. want you there, or like because like there's a reason why you're not exactly. moving towards it? Exactly. Like we move towards the things that we want, dog. No one's getting up exactly. in the morning and not doing the thing that they want to do, right? Whether it's like what they have to do or not, right? Like to we wake up and want yeah, make a decision to, to do, do that to do certain things. Exactly. You feel me? So like it's. Like, okay, if you want to be this certain career and you're not moving towards there, but right. you feel this like, oh, well, I, I want to be right. there. Why? What's making you feel that you want to be there? If like, what question are you not the, asking? Yeah, or, because the thing yep. is like, if you really wanted to and the, like, if you really wanted to and there was no mm-hmm. external force, yep. you would be moving towards that. You yes. would be like, you would be, <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying? Because what's Like if money was yeah. no object, if, you know, time was no object, mm-hmm. if resources were no object, what would you be doing? Be spending your time on. And exactly. Because there's, there's something. There right. is something. Because like everyone who wakes up does something exactly. in a day. You know what I mean? Even yeah. if it's with your mind. Yep. So it's like, what are you doing? What are you spending your time on? What are you gravitating towards? Exactly. And you have to recognize that thing. Um, I'm not saying you can make a career out of that thing. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying is if you're fulfilled in that way, then how you make your career will be okay too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you won't feel you you won't feel like you need to be doing something that you're not doing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think it's very crazy. Well, I think I've just kind of had to come to terms with the mm-hmm. fact that everybody's not going to get there. Yeah. Everybody isn't there. Yeah. And people won't even realize that that's a right. place that you need to get to. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, because the thing is, like, I like I started doing what I was doing. Going back to how, like, our folks uh, took, like, wanted our careers to go. Yeah. Like, I... I was, everybody in my family is healthcare professionals. Right, right. Everybody, like literally everybody in my immediate mm-hmm. family is a healthcare professional. And I kind of was moving towards that way until I decided not to mm-hmm. anymore. And it was 100% because I was applying to PT schools, not right. getting in. Mm-hmm. I kept like, just like you, I would be yeah. like, how can I get into a PT school without necessarily retaking classes? Right, like, how right, can right, I like, exactly. how can I like get in the back way? Right. Like, you know what like, I'm saying? Like, but, who do I got to Yeah, like, who, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but on the flip side, 
every moment that I was not working in a physical therapy clinic or a chiropractic mm-hmm. clinic that I worked in for a while, every moment I wasn't doing that, I was making videos, right. taking pictures. Like I was working on like mm-hmm. media type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No money involved. Right. No like reason other than that's what I wanted to spend my time doing. Yep. Once I realized like, um, I don't. And there was other like things I had to do self work wise mm-hmm. to get to this place. Like yeah. that was not even profession related. Yeah. But once I realized that dog, like my parents aren't going to do this for me with right. me. Like like whether I do what they want or not isn't going to be like it's not going to make my life what it's supposed yes. to be, what I want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I, I can't live to just like put a smile on their face. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? In the way that they think I'm going to put a smile on their face. Because the thing is, like, now I'm putting a smile on their face my way. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's all. And that's like the anxiety and like the fear of like disappointing them. And is like, I, I could not let that be my motivation yeah. factor. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that's what um, cripples people. It's yes, like, oh, I, yes. if this fails, this would crush them. Right. So I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to. Just, right. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, my mom was like livid. She didn't talk to me for like three Yo, weeks. Yo, my mom did talk to me for a couple months and yeah. we lived and worked together. Right. <laughs> like, you know, did not talk to me when I changed my major. She was like, Ashley, what are you doing? You're messing, you're ruining your life. I was like, mom, I did not turn to crack. Like, I changed my major from biology to sports medicine. Straight up. Please relax. Take a chill pill. Like, she just, but it was like the fear of me going off the path. She was like, going to have a heart attack. Because the thing about these professions, like, Mm -hmm. there's clear paths to them. You take, you go to this school, then you go to this uh, school, then you go to this, and then you have a job here. There's clear paths. Like, a lot of professions and or if it's just a profession that your folks aren't familiar with, right. they don't know what they the path know. is. So exactly. that uncertainty makes them uncomfortable. It makes them so uncomfortable and they will not shut up about it to the point where it's just <laughs> Straight like, up. all right, like I will be a lawyer then if that's I'll like, just do it. Fine. Like, <laughs> like shut up. Whatever to get you to be quiet. You know? And so that was so I got to a point where like my I I was I guess I was the rebellious child. Mm-hmm. But like I was kind of like a why like that was always me like just like you said questioning why we yeah. always do things this, the way that we do them it's like why why do i have to do this like for what though like you know no, what straight i mean up, and it's up. like if i'm like no i don't i don't want to do this this isn't what i want and it's like i mean there was definitely like fire in our ass to figure something out yeah, you know and it's up. like I, I guess I am very lucky that, like, you know, the decisions I made did, le- you know, lead here. And, like, I was happy with being a nurse and things like that. I definitely did feel pressure to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Though. Like, I wasn't about to graduate. I mean, I think I you need that, though. Like, it's yeah. otherwise, but why it's, would you? Exactly. You know it was what I'm aside move. from, like, my mom. But it's like, I, I wanted it for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I wanted to know what my next step was for my own peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, but yeah, I feel like to tie back to Molly, I feel like she, I don't, I don't think she ever found fulfillment in what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I think like she ended up in being a lawyer and I I don't think it really makes her happy. I think yeah. what it provides for her makes for her happy, but I don't think what she does makes her really yeah. happy. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I could have been Molly if like. You know, I continued on with medical school and like was really sat there and was doing these 24 hour shifts and residency and all this mm-hmm. stuff just to make it to this point and be racking up all this yeah. debt, you know, where it's like, I feel like Straight I did up. it in a way 
that I was still, I'm still able to provide the same care that a pediatrician would do, but I got so many life experiences from it. I got to travel nurse. I made really great money, like more money than a resident was made, would make. And like, you know, I, I had a lot of opportunities to do things. I had a lot of patient care experiences that were in different mm -hmm. arenas. And I felt like, you know, that's what allowed me to feel fulfilled and be able to do what I'm doing, where it's like, I look at Molly and I'm like, ooh, I like I, really I see wanted, something here. I, wanted, <laughs> like, I, I never want to go back to straight being up, you. Straight up. So that's why I say it annoys me that she reminds me oh, of me. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, she you, reminds you me feel of like you've I, been there, yes, yeah, who you were, and like yeah. who I like, who I'm like. I never you've seen that story here. before, yes. not nah, But I, what's very interesting about that is I see that. I mean, now that you explain Molly in that mm -hmm. way, I definitely see that and I feel mm -hmm. that. Um, what I would just add to that is I see that in people that I know all the time, you know what I'm saying? Or just the types of people who, like we were talking about, will ask you how to do something. Mm -hmm. And even if you do tell them, you know what I'm saying? You said you won't necessarily tell them. I'll sometimes tell or, people yeah. and just like three, four weeks later, you're yeah. asking the same question. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I told you, like we've talked about exactly, this already. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, are you just asking for fun? Yeah. like Because there were definitely times I would take... And like, trust me, it's been time to this, for me to get to this point. I'm like, basically, you get you basically like, oh, that's what, that's what, yeah, like, no. So it's literally like I said, I came to the understanding mm -hmm. that okay, people just have there's other things going on that they need to figure out before they figure out like how to take any step towards any right. career. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, figure out what you want to do and why. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the thing is, again, like not even to have this rant again, but like the thing is, what it boils down to is you will do the thing that you enjoy doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Without force you yeah, know what i'm saying you're gonna do it so it's yeah. like just figure out how to make it lucrative in some way somehow i guess that's you know? <laughs> no that's a fact that's a fact that's what it boils down to but yes molly uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's no that's super dope um and yeah that's cool and then i even gave my answer who yeah, my character is yeah it's lit. um yeah so let people know where they can find you. First of all, I really appreciate you coming through, doing this. Yeah, um, damn, we've been going for two hours now, wow. so that's been a really yeah. good conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, let people know where they can find you on the internet. On the internet, the internet. <laughs> um, so I am Ashley the NP on Instagram. That is pretty much the only place you will find me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I am not active anywhere else. Yeah. I may have accounts floating somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> She's the real Ashley NP. Um, right. Um, Ashley DNP <laughs> no, yeah. is me. Um, I am also found, I have to plug my business. Oh, of course. I'm, of um, course. founder of the Renegade Resume, which is a resume cover letter overall career management mm -hmm. service for um, new graduate and experienced nurses. Mm -hmm. um, so at the Renegade Resume, um, for your resume. Real quick, let's 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 real quick, yeah. real quick. Um just to give just give us a peek inside your business. What is something that people don't do that they should be doing with their resumes that will improve one thing Ooh. that people can do to improve their resumes? Um know what they do every day. Yeah. Be able to explain. Be able to do. verbalize what you yeah. do every day. People have people do so much in twelve hours yeah. and when you tell them to write it down, they're like I can't do that for shit. Like people ask me what I did today. Yeah. I know I was running around all day, right. but I can't necessarily explain it in a right. way that makes sense to someone who's not exactly. following me. You know, you know what I'm saying? If you right. didn't like, if you weren't on my hip, right. like, I can't, no I can't necessarily explain I like what exactly. I did. Exactly. People <clears throat> have no idea how to put themselves on paper. Yeah. They facts. just don't know. It's like they either they do too much or they do too little. Mm -hmm. Like always. And I would say most people do too little. Or they don't. I think um, just to 
what you were saying like mm-hmm. people don't break down what it is they're doing yeah. like you might do a task and know how but how, like as you're doing it think about how i would explain it if somebody right, was right, right here you know what i'm saying because exactly. that's that's what you can write down and it's like also the tasks that would be are the things that people actually care about mm-hmm. so it's like you know you're a nurse like you're a nurse and you're applying for a job in an icu so you need to put things that somebody in the icu would care about mm, so yeah, these facts. are you know your higher level things like you know so it's just like specific, strategizing specific. yeah like, yeah being yeah, being specific and being very intentional with mm-hmm. what's in your resume, not just putting stuff there just to fill up space. Yeah, yeah. Which I think um, is what I mean. If I were to write a resume right now, that's what I would do. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I'm like even yeah. myself. I struggle with my own resume, mm-hmm. and I take care of other people's resumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like I. It's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard no, to facts. write it down. Yeah, and like think about it. But yeah. People that's have dope. no idea what they do. Yeah. No, that's dope. That's dope. Um, again, man, I really appreciate you doing this. This is really cool. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> What's good, folks? This is Mech again. Uh, before we go, I just want to thank you again for listening to um, this episode of This A Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please let me know. Hit me up on any of the social media channels at itsnation.com. That's at it's nation.com d-o-t-c-o-m spelled out hit me up there let me know how you felt about this if anything in this episode resonated with you definitely save it listen to it again um i do that with podcasts all the time share this you know what i'm saying let your let your homies know about it again check out everything that we got on itsnation.com and we really got a talented team putting dope content together on there and again if you are interested in getting your podcast off the ground or uh, chopping it up about podcast ideas you know what i'm saying you want your voice to be heard anything like that hit me up uh this a podcast at gmail.com that's this a podcast at gmail.com and we can definitely rap about it uh but again man thanks i appreciate you guys for fucking with the brand